Um, whatever the whatever the rock song they play at the end is lyrics. Are <laughs> yeah. um, that's our um, that's our it, musical is, called open. Is it good if my uh, voice memo thing picks up your voices? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, yeah. cool. As long like it for if God forbid the the bot craps out. As long as I sync all the tracks up together, it'll be fine. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, welcome everyone to uh, a new episode of um, of Boulder Punch. I'm Alec. I'm Brian. And uh, we. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was, I was going to introduce you. <laughs> uh, I can introduce myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> wow. Uh, but uh, you can go ahead, I guess. Well, with as you can tell, our guest has great uh, senses of hospitality. Um, that's a joke. I'm sorry. I, I, here's something you need to know about me. I can never do a bit. You can't. Without, I can never do a bit of me like just being like. He can't mean be mean without joke. apologizing. And being no, crazy. I can't because I'm scared. Uh, I, I, I feel you. I feel you there. <laughs> um, I, I can empathize. Thank you, thank you. Um, but uh, we have a we have a special guest for this episode. Um, uh, he, uh, brain fart. Sorry, um, <laughs> God, that, that's not his name. Uh, <laughs> it's off to a great start. Um, okay. we have a special guest, uh, Ren, aka at Real Ren. So say hi, Ren. Introduce hi. yourself. I'm Ren, and I talk to Red sometimes. Yeah. That's, uh, that's how we got on this show. Also, I like Resident Evil 4 more than I like my ability to breathe, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's the Drake and Josh thing where he's like, I love this album more than I love myself. <laughs> yes. Uh, Drake and Josh is like the one Nick com I can remember sitting through more than one episode of. Uh, I don't want to derail. I don't want to derail anything. Oh, right don't away. worry. We derail a fuck ton on this show. Okay. <laughs> you met us. It's just the nature of things. All right. It's the nature of the beast. Rules. It's the rules of nature, if you will. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We're not talking about the knife parry just yet. Yeah, it comes up in a while. Comes up in a bit. But, uh... But yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for inviting me. No problem, yeah. H how are y'all doing tonight? What have y'all been up to? Uh, well, as you may know, we had some technical difficulties. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> this episode was cursed before we even began. Sadler hacked into our database and... Uh, <laughs> and just, just fucking... No, like... no you know, it was fucking Lucas from Seven. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I was I, I was saying, you know, God, if you don't want us to do this episode, why did you make both Resident Evil so goddamn good? Yeah. <laughs> why did you have good. to make Resident Evil 4 good twice? Why? Why did you have to make the greatest game of all time two times? Like, why do you do this to us? Like, I, and that's funny because I've like sort of jokingly. I prefer to RE4 as the greatest game of all time, a bunch to friends and family and whatnot, but it it really is that good. 
Yeah, it is. It's in genuine contention for that title. Like, if you were to list the top ten, that that would probably be in there somewhere. Like, like it's easily like one of the most influential games ever made. Like, my, if like my brain space shifts around my favorite games of all time a bunch, like except for the top two, which is Bloodborne, and usually coming out on top is original RE4. But we got some competition. I'll give you my answer as to whether or not I think it's, you know, gonna take up, you know, n- the number one spot more than the original later. But it's competition. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, there is a whole lot to talk about and a whole lot of time to get there. So, um, there's probably uh, just just go ahead and start with with the with the news. Because um, we have we have a fair bit to talk about before we get to RE4. Um, all right, so what do we got first? E3 is dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Long live Summer Games Fest. You know, unfortunately, I was, ta- I was talking about this with you know the guys. Red knows who I'm talking about when I say the guys. It's just some other guys we hang out with on Discord every once in a while. Yeah, uh, we were talking about this like back on Thursday, Saturday, I think, and I said. You know, people mocked Nintendo. Like, they were like, man, what is Nintendo doing when they, like, dropped out just to do Nintendo Directs? But in retrospect, they were ahead of the curve, honestly. Oh, yeah. No, that was a wake-up call for, like, everyone else to be like, wait, you mean we don't have to do this anymore? Yeah. They didn't didn't drop out of E3, per se. They just didn't rent out the stage, which, I mean, worked out great for them in the long term because Nintendo Directs, People will like riot if there's not a Nintendo Direct for a certain amount of time. Oh, oh yeah, no, sure. th- those things trend for days. So much like, so that they create hallucinations in their head. I Very think... recently, the Last of Us Cloud Cloud Edition for for Nintendo Switch. I need that one to be real, going off of that PC version. Oh, we'll get like... to that in a sec too. <laughs> my, my buddy Rob keeps going on about how RE4 make is totally going to be on the Switch too, and. You know they're going to put Last of Us Two, Last of Us on there if you know that ever becomes a thing. I like. Who can say at this point? Like, you, it, you fucking you you pull the head off of a Ganado in RE4 remake, your switch will explode with it. <laughs> it will you grow do, its you own do the nice to stab you. You know that's you do the parry against Doctor Salvador and. You're, <laughs> It just your switch splits in half as if it were cut by a real chainsaw. Like I'm gonna be honest, I don't even think he was talk like he was talking about this specifically in regards to the Switch Two. I don't even think a Switch Two could handle that shit. No, no, not at all. A PS4 can barely handle it. Like, <laughs> uh, but back on the subject of E3, it's dead. Yeah, it's I mean, fucking dead. It's not much else more to say. Like they just didn't really have anyone. Yeah, everyone left. <laughs> like, and I'm I am sad about it because, like, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, like, as a as a consumer, as a as an audience, as an audience member, as I I'm going to forever miss E3. Like it's when, like, yeah, like as back in like bef- like. Before 2018 was the last great E3, in my opinion, or at least the yeah. last one that gave me stuff I wanted to see. That gave me DMC5. That was a good one. Yeah, I mean, that was like the peak of E3. You should have just packed it up there. Yeah, it like really should have. Once PlayStation pulled out, 
Like, I think there was no saving it. Like, that, and it sucks because, like, in many ways, you're like, yeah, Nintendo started, like, very much started, like, a trend of, like, and here's the thing. I do understand that, like, this kind of, you know, uh, style of doing showcases is better for developers because now you don't have a sort of Damocles hanging over your head, like, every summer. Like, yeah. you don't, you're not required to have something ready to show every June. Like, that's, that's good. But at the same time, I don't get the same feeling when, when, uh, like, Sony or Nintendo just out of nowhere announce, hey, uh, in two days, here's where we're going to show everything. I'm like, what, 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 where did this come from? <laughs> like, right. Like, like every day I'm having to hallucinate Spider Man 2 just to keep myself sane. Like, I, <laughs> that game doesn't I, exist, Alec. You have to give it up. That's why I have to hallucinate it. That that screenshot is all that will ever exist. It it but but I digress, yeah. It I just I'm going to miss the event of E3 because I I'm gonna admit I'm like as as a viewer, I don't like the direct style as much because it no, nothing feels special about it, really. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, you're good. Bless you. Thank you. No problem. But yeah, it's E3 did just have like that kind of feeling to it. The problem is that that spark went out years ago and it's just mm-hmm. been kind of dying more and more ever since. Yeah. So like, like when you think, oh, maybe this will be the year it turns around and then you realize, hey, no one's showing up mm-hmm. again. Uh, sorry, I was silent there for a bit. Decided to close all close down Safari and it just kind of my computer couldn't handle it. Oh, you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> uh, I heard you talking about, you know, Spider-Man Two still not cited. Oh yeah, no, no. it's that that screenshot is all that will ever exist. <laughs> Just Peter and Miles standing next to each other. It's like that's it's like that screenshot from the whale. God damn it! I was gonna <laughs> say, God damn it! <laughs> There's more than one frame of this movie exists. <laughs> no. I, I've seen the ending. What is this movie? <laughs> the only two things I've seen from this movie are like that one screenshot and the ending of him, I think, having a heart attack, but it's shown as him levitating and then and then like he gets taken by the aliens. He does. <laughs> I wish that's how the movie actually ended. God. <laughs> the fucking post credit scene is he's held captive by the fucking goop aliens from Jimmy Neutron. All of, all of my, all, all I'm hoping, all I'm hoping for Spider-Man Two is that mm-hmm. Eddie is there. That's it. Hey, you and me both. You and me both. I've jumped off that train. I know. I've seen the future. Listen, I, listen. I understand the plan. In the list of many comics I have to read eventually, I I, I do gotta actually like sit down and not just skim through Donny Cates. It's very good. Yeah, it is worth actually like reading all the way through. It's very, it's very good. I have run. that on me. Yeah, like I, it's, I gotta it's a, get it sometime. Me too. Yeah, I, I even, I even have a soft spot for the Venom movie. I'm, I'm worried Red someday is gonna sneak into my bedroom, but I, I'll say it. He won't be the only one. <laughs> Blue, Blue Beetle is the first good Venom movie. I mean. <laughs> You're wrong, but you're not wrong. You know it. That is that is my life. <laughs> you're wrong, but you're not. 
Uh, all right, any, any last thoughts on E3 before we carry on? Uh, I liked when Nintendo did Smash Ultimate and they had a booth with all the, the, the props from characters. That was nice. Shame we're not getting that anymore. Yeah, it's a shame that yeah. none of this is going to... Nothing like this will ever happen again unless Sony brings back PSX. But, but you know, nice that people can go at their own pace. Yeah. It, it is nice, especially for developers. Yeah. It, yeah. In the long run, it is better this way. Like, we're still going to have event reveals. Yeah. Like it's that. just not going to be the same. Yeah. It also feels like there's a... There's a there's a marketing issue lately, like especially at Sony. Like, yeah, we'll always, we'll always have the Game Awards. <laughs> I was gonna say we'll always have Jeff. You'll you keep know, trying. My dad had like a friend who worked the Game Awards, and he actually, I I think if not for the fact that I had finals around like December, like a year back or so, I pro- I might have been able to go to one of those. But then it just turned out to be shit anyway. <laughs> You could have seen the Bill Clinton kid live. God, I did. He's everywhere now. He was at WrestleMania. The fuck? Who is this? Is this the doctor? Is this their new regeneration? It's the the 16th doctor. No, it's the master. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, I, I don't have anything to add. I need Jeff to recreate the meme of Grant Gustin posing in front of the grave, but it says E3 on it. God, he really did do that. Like he immediately. did. He immediately fucking advertised Summer Games Fest and then deleted it in because it was so much <laughs> poor taste. My God. All right. I love that man. He's great. Yeah. Oh, all right, but uh, they got some more Jedi Survivor details. Um, Customization, you know. baby. Yeah. I mean, I know. So, well, mostly just God. I forgot his name. Cal. Cal. Yeah. 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 It's mostly just Cal, but you know, it's nice. Yeah. No. Like I, I like that you get a beard or a mullet. I'm gonna you, be honest. You, I, I'm saying, you, you, I'm gonna notice this several times throughout this entire podcast. I'm gonna hate myself for it, but I'm gonna notice. I'm saying like something like I'm gonna be honest or some other shit too much. Oh, we do the same shit every time. Don't Don't worry, man. But uh, I I remember finding out that that's the same guy who played the Joker kid from Gotham and thinking, that sounds about right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Cameron Monaghan, he played not Joker and not Joker 2 in Gotham. (laughs) I just call him the Joker kid because that's what I called him way back when. Yeah, Uh, that's fair. I enjoyed the first. I, I never actually beat it. Uh, it's nice that I can actually recommend it to people and call it like Star Wars, but Dark Souls, and not get tarred and feathered for it. Right? It is mm-hmm. just just Star Wars, but Dark Souls. Like, it is. They they did make a. They were very inspired by Soulsborne games, and you know, have those same mechanics of like you know the enemy has a gold outline after you die and you go hit it and you get all your XP and health back. It's 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 markedly easier than any like FromSoft game I've played though. It oh, is 100%. but it, it is but it's still pretty hard. Like even on me like that was one of the hardest things I played. Yeah, it, it, I, it's I, like I don't the play the I really should finish it. I really should finish it. It was it, it was a very engaging game. Uh It's a very it's good very game. Good. Yeah. It is it is worth finishing. 
if not just to like you know have a whole story before you play this one. But, yeah. Uh, and, well, with this one, what's enticing me is all that you know, pro- all you know, all the stuff that they reveal before the lightsaber shit. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Where like, I, oh, Cal is just going Dante style switching on us now. <laughs> literally. Master Gunslinger, Royal Guard. He has Gunslinger. It's called the Blaster Gunslinger. And he'll have Trickster. It's the dual wheel. And then Swordmaster. Is... It's the Claymore. I was gonna say that was Swordmat. That was Swordmaster. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. That's well. I say dual wield is Trickster because that's the faster one. Oh yeah, no, it is. But like the Claymore is Royal Guard. Y- yeah. I mean, and, I mean, and I mean, but yeah, uh, we're getting off. We'll workshop <laughs> this. We'll workshop this whole thing. Yeah. We'll figure it out when the game comes we'll out. out. But but it, it is very nice. Like even though yeah, it like it's not a create a character. It, it's nice that they recognize like people do want to. People like people want more than just ponchos <laughs> and like five different <laughs> outfits. I mean, hey, someone was probably happy that you could shave Jack's goatee in those games. That is true. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like I I love the cust- the hair customization, beard customization, the the outfits, the lightsabers. You can like par- apparently maybe you can like uh customize like scuff marks on it and stuff, which I think is cool. Well, like um, like you can make it look damaged. Hmm. That reminds me of those old battle scarred Gundam commercials I saw on Cartoon Network. Base. Oh my god, yeah. Maybe that's what they were inspired god. by. Who knows? Hey kid, it'll you know you can probably sell this as a collector's item easier now. It looks all banged up out of the box. Exactly. There you go. When my when my collector's edition of Jedi Survivor gets here and my lightsaber is torn to shit, I'll just be like, hey, it's just it's just true to the product. <laughs> It's just, it's just as I remember. Exactly, but uh, yeah, no, like uh, X. They say that the game is uh, like semi-open world. Like the first game was kind of too, but like this one even more so. Apparently, especially on a, I forgot the planet's name, but it's it's the it's the hub world that is basically Cal's home away from home is what they Mm -hmm. called it. Um, you can do side quests there. You can meet new people and open up new shops. There are shops now that you can go to. You, you recruit new NPCs as the game goes, on so that the, mm-hmm. the hub world becomes even more lively as it goes on. It's like yeah, it's so cool. They've revamped their level design, so not every like shortcut is a is a fucking slide. Like you can actually open up shortcuts and and shit like that, like like in Resident Evil or something. You know, I remember. That- the the ice caverns from the original and like ninety like fifty percent of my headspace for that shit is sliding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it was a bit too much and and uh, to be fair, th- even they agree because they they they're changing it up here. Yeah. Like they, I, I think they even said like a decent chunk of that stage was kind of cut. Mm-hmm. Like at least that's what I remember. I know the dual wield stance was cut because they had no time. But yeah, like they because if they did flesh it out completely then the game would never ship like they said like we had a bunch of ideas but we wanted to ship a finished game and even then like they they did that by the skin of their teeth because the game had a lot of bugs um uh, yeah 
I fell through the floor trying to fight Ogdobogdo. Ogdobogdo. <laughs> I love saying that name. It's so stupid. Yeah. Now we got Ogdobogdo 2 here in the form of... <laughs> and it's just a rancor. <laughs> yeah. I missed my frog. Me too. Man, you <laughs> I, should, I should actually watch that trailer. It's, it's in it's in the most recent uh most recent gameplay reveal stuff that yeah I, I super keeping up with news about it but mm-hmm. you know it is a cool thing that I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. when I yeah. will let myself buy it okay <laughs> yeah yeah it, it, I'm just I'm very excited it like I need it three and a half weeks I can't do this. Was it supposed to come out this week or the week it was, before? It was supposed to come out a week before Resident Evil 4. Oh, That's damn. Oh, God. It's coming out soon? Wow, I really mm-hmm. have not been paying attention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, it comes out, like, what, the 15th? I mean, Resident uh, the twenty, Evil 4, the 28th. 28th, never mind, way off, okay. <laughs> RE4 snuck up on me, too. A lot of things are sneaking up on me. I was waiting for that day because of RE4, John Wick, and the Fall Out Boy album. I just, I just haven't been paying attention to like the release dates of a lot of games. I guess. I, I wish, I wish I couldn't. I, I know too. Don't um, worry. At the end of the day, the one thing that unites us, none of us knows when the fuck Spider-Man's coming out. Well, Tony Todd does. He told us September. He, he does, and then, and then the snipers got him. Did we forget <laughs> to talk about that last week? I think we did. Uh, Tony Todd told us that the fucking game comes out September and then went, uh, never mind, and just sank into his hot tub. Guys, guys, you gave Miles a spinoff game. Please give Venom a spinoff game. I'm begging. I think it's possible. I think it's very possible. Let me play the Ultimate Spider-Man game again, but just the Venom section. At the very least, I think Venom could get a DLC thing. I I think that's possible. We've not actually uh, talked much about Secret Invasion. Uh, oh yeah, that. yeah. Um, I um, like like it's a very well cut trailer. Uh, I I'm not personally. I don't really know what to make of it because I I was like on a huge like saying like a lot. I was I there was a point in time where I was basically reading the entire Bendis like Avengers saga, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I bought all the volumes of New Avengers. I read. I even read Civil War to like complete the experience and realized it was even probably even worse than I remembered. It's barely even a fucking war. Yeah, and it's heard, it's two fights maybe. I read Mighty Avengers, even the Dan Slott stuff. Read Bendis's, uh, you know, and I'm you know I read Secret Invasion Siege. Siege is actually way better if you actually read the Thor stuff going on during it, but, you know... Oh, yeah, no. If you don't know that shit, you don't know. Secret Invasion is... uh, I'm gonna be honest. Maybe it was because I knew more about, like, Civil War specifically going into it, but Secret Invasion was kind of the low point of that whole thing for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Secret Invasion, I really wanted to like a lot more than I did. I love the idea. It's really cool, but... It's not a secret. They all just kind of blow up everything at once and then fight. Okay, I realize I'm chaining some stuff together here, but Linkar references another guy in his Secret Invasion video mm-hmm. who makes the rather damn silly... obvious assault. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that's what it is. I mean, and you know, as Linkara points out, it's the tie-ins where all bullshit happens. Uh, yeah. 
That happens a lot in Marvel events. <laughs> it, it really does. My, though, sometimes it's not cool shit and just a masterful evade. Like, 90% of the events that, like, happen in the times for Civil War II. Yeah. Like, oh. I love King of Black, like, the Ghost Rider tie-in, where Ghost Rider's like, yeah, they can handle that, and they just go deal with Ghost Rider shit. <laughs> Uh, they want to wrap up that run that got cancelled the example I think keep coming back to is in Al Ewing's New Avengers which which is a very fun run it's that's the word I would use it fun fun condensed Uh, I love Roberto he's my favorite Uh, they like the Civil War 2 thing happens and it's literally just Ulysses saw Songbird at Roberto's funeral She's supposed to be working for S.H.I.E.L.D. as a double agent. Why is she at his funeral? And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) The Secret Invasion, my favorite example of something I learned in the tie-ins, the Hank Skrulls. Oh, God, the Hank Skrulls. All those poor fucks. I think I've told you about this before, Red. Yeah. All okay. of the Hank scrolls, like the Ant Man, like they're smart enough to figure out, hey Varanki, this plan is stupid and isn't gonna work. So she just kept killing them over and over until they finally got one that's like, nah, this is gonna go great. You're you're <laughs> super smart, Queen. This is gonna go awesome. Great job. But in the back of his head's going, This is all gonna go fucking foobar in a week. Oh no. <laughs> oh <laughs> We're boy. Fucked. Oh, I got some bad news for you. Uh-oh. What? A Harry Potter reboot is in the works to HBO. <laughs> I'm gonna each make- season, <laughs> each season of the series will be based on one of J.K. Seven books. Gonna be-, <laughs> gonna be honest, it was a matter of time. It was. It was. Also, because like th- the three main actors are. At the very least, Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson are pretty outspoken about trans rights. At the very least, Daniel Radcliffe is. Mm, so that's reassuring. I I just don't like talking about J.K. Rowling. It, it's yeah. it's depressing, but you know, it needs to be said. It needs to be said. But for the Secret Invasion show. I like the trailer a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not gonna like be like, oh, this show is gonna be amazing. I've been fooled before. Age of Ultron, Moon Knight, like, can't I can't trick me anymore. You can't yeah. trick me anymore. Nick Fury is gonna be in the Marvels, right? Did they say? Did they confirm that? It hasn't been confirmed, but it is kind of like implied. It's, it's implied. like an open secret at this I point. I mean, yeah, because I was thinking the way the Secret Invasion trailer looked, I thought they would be phasing him out going forward, but no, they, they, they've still got mileage, mileage in him, I'd say. I, I think, think this will be like the last like big thing he does. I think like, who knows? If he doesn't die here, he's going to die in the Marvel. Yeah. Like, because like, I love Sam Jackson. He's, he, he's, he's getting old. He's getting old. He's not that Nick Fury has to be young because that's no. not true. But but just, you, Sam making... Jackson's getting old, and it's time for Fury to go. His story yeah. is done. And I'm it's... not saying you need to do original sin, but you know, D- don't. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that. You you could argue a story's been done for ten years since I, since the Winter I Star. don't need Nick Fury to rip out Jeffrey Wright's eyes. <laughs> 
but but yeah, well, like you could argue that it, just leave it there. You don't need yeah. to do original sin. Yeah, no. it, like you could argue a story's been done since uh fucking uh Winter Soldier. Um, and like, wow. and the only he, thing he has left is the Captain Marvel scroll he stuff. He like, really didn't. Do, he really didn't do much in any other movie after that, except for like the Marvels. Oh, no, yeah. Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Yeah, and that was in the past. Like, so that's pretty much everything he has to tie up, and then that's all you can do with him, really. I am, I am slightly upset that Amelia Clark's character isn't Abby Brand. Uh, mm, yeah. You're saving her for X stuff, probably, because she's basically an X. I'm, I'm saying basically, but she is an X Men character. Mm-hmm. Um, do y'all I, think? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I just, I'm sorry. I love Abby. She's, she's just the worst. She is. Biggest war criminal next to Beast. Did you? I mean, they dated. Oh God. Back, I think it was when Gillen was writing the Sword miniseries. Did you ever hear? Alec, have you ever heard of what, like, uh, God, I know it's the Joss Whedon, but the Whedon run is very good. Uh, what, how she's basically introduced at one point is someone's saying, you know, if you got shot, like, 60% of S.W.O.R.D. would be, would probably cheer for it. And she just says, oh, my approval rating's up. Oh. <laughs> she's that kind of character. Oh, God. Was she created by Joss Whedon? Yes, she was. Oh. EMH, she's cool in EMH, but it does not prepare you for what she's actually like. Mm. I remember in Earth's Mightiest Heroes when she says, like, what makes you think I'm human? I thought the idea was she was half alien. Yeah, no, she's... I had no idea she was a mutant until years later. Because I couldn't say it there. I'm going to be honest. No, they could. They said it many times. They just didn't want I stand corrected. Yeah, Whirlwind is a big recurring villain, and his whole thing is he's a mutant. It was, you know, that was on me. I assumed, and, you know, some people also assumed that she was going to be Abby Brand. That's on me. I I should have known they would not use any X-Men characters except Kamala Khan, obviously. (laughs) God damn it. And depending (laughs) on how how events go, (laughs) Spider-Man. Ah. That, that uncanny Spider-Man announcement has left me with a sense of impending doom. God, where's my revolver? And I, mean, uh, I think Ocelot has it. Yeah, I don't know. What else do I have to say about Secret Invasion? Ah, oh, yeah. Uh, good thing Nick Fury isn't recruiting any child soldiers this time, guys. Oh, yeah. give it a week. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that was Talos. We don't yeah, have. Right. We don't have. I, I was more referring to the Secret Warriors. We don't have Ares, so we can't, can't. We can't. Oh wait, we did have the Greek gods kind of set up. They wouldn't just drop Ares on us, would they? They would. They just dropped Hercules on us. They would. Fred I, Goldstein shows up in Secret Invasion. I'm turning it off. <laughs> that dude better get jacked. No, I want him to be a fucking CW Flash CGI above. His body was CGI in that scene. I will not believe. I refuse like, to believe otherwise. He looked fucking fake as shit. I mean, I do, I do have a question though. Do y'all think Agents of Shield care will be in this show? Maybe, maybe Quake. I was gonna say. I think Quake has an honest. I don't know about maybe Coulson. 
I, I'm gonna maybe I, they finally get him back. You know, this will probably you know shock you less than the Avengers thing. I haven't seen a single episode of Agents of Shield. <laughs> that I don't. I don't blame you. Yeah, season blame, four is great, but everything else I don't. I don't blame. I basically saw every like MCU movie after Guardians, but you know, no Avengers. God, I, I really, I, I'm having an existential crisis. <laughs> Sorry, Good. that's what these movies do. Oh, but yeah, no, I, I hope Secret Invasion is good. It it has all the make. I love the vibe of it. I love. I think it's a great idea to not make it this big crossover epic and just a fucking political espionage thriller thing. I think that's cool. Like the I only understand. superhero character, the only superhero in it is Rhodey, and he's not I, even a superhero here. Yeah, I I on the other hand hope it's bad. <laughs> wow. Film Twitter's champion for real. <laughs> God, I I do. I however, still want to be Age of Ultron again. <laughs> the poster is too cool. I, you know, I, I do hope it's an actual legitimate change of pace. But they've faked me out with Moon Knight. I'm not gonna get. I, in in the words of the Who, I will not be fooled again. Exactly. <laughs> That's not the actual lyrics to the song. Um, <laughs> it's okay. We'll just have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But fingers crossed. Um, but la- last bit of news: um, Blue Beetle trailer has finally come out. <laughs> I won. <laughs> uh, me and Trey won. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! They got everything right. I, I, God, you know, I, I was talking to you about my six-hour ordeal foreshadowing uh, <laughs> how i had to ho- take a break from all that shit yesterday and i came online and i was like they were like oh blue beetle trailer tomorrow and first thing plastered on my screen is the best venom movie i've ever seen yep like just the whole first suit up and it's like i'm they got it they know they what they're doing like they love that the nanotech looks like liquid like, it does. And it looks I, like it hurts. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that scene looks awesome. Like like, like uh Sholo, I um gotta bring his name up. I Oh god, I had it a second ago. Where'd he go? Um I, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry, you mind if I yes. call you Sholo? Uh hit like the, the guy's like face when he's like getting the the suit is just like I believe that guy is being eaten alive by this thing. Yeah. As it's fusing to his spine and growing. And like, like, you know, I, you know, I, you know, described this to you as more venom than venom. And like down to the whole, like it's sticking him on the ceiling thing too. And like the black aesthetic. I mean, (laughs) I I will, you know, insist that venom is an enjoyable movie. And, you know, I may be wrong, even though I'm right. And no, you're wrong. Uh, but this is this is what I would want from a Venom movie. This is good. Like, like it's, and you know, it also has that one thing I'm a sucker for in basically any form of media ever, the whole family thing. Mm-hmm. Family. I've <laughs> never seen a Fast and Furious movie either. <laughs> Which is weird. I've, I've seen Hobbs and Shaw. The Those movies look wild. 
They're gonna I've, go to space one day. I've been on the verge of seeing them. They did, and just did. They, oh, they did. Yeah, in in Fast Nine, they go. They well, I don't know if it's space, but they strap themselves, to and and they get to the stratosphere. <laughs> oh my god, they're gonna I drive mean, along the fucking circumference of the Earth to get. Maybe back. they'll see Jaime while they're up there. Yeah, <laughs> like what the oh. fuck? Then like, you know. And one thing, and this trailer, this trailer looks really good. Like not just in terms, like we, we've been complimenting the suit every up, down, sideways on the timeline today. But like the trailer, like like the set, like the sets, like the, like the colors, it all looks really good. People are saying it looks cheap, and I'm like, no, it what just has people a, watching. It has a Tokusatsu vibe. That that's yeah. what they're going for. Like they're it's like, like, oh, it's like Power they're like, one oh, thing. Power Rangers. It's like, well, for one, it's probably because the suit's practical and not CGI, and people, for some reason, people aren't used to that. Well, um, I mean, Toku, Toku, you see, this is fortuitous timing, and I didn't even know you guys would be talking about this going in, but I am a fucking Toku nerd. Mm-hmm. I have, may not have seen Avengers, but I have seen superhero uh, Tai Hen. I haven't seen Tyson yet. Sorry, guys. <laughs> if, that expo- if that's your Avengers, I have seen like a bunch of common rider, a couple super sentai, great shit. This is like th- this is like that but with, you know, a budget. Mhm. Right. Just I mean like when I saw the whole sword flip at the end, I was like, "Oh, perfect. They like, get it. He makes Cloud's Buster sword. He does." And like they said the guy said that it is meant to be Cloud's Buster sword. The director did like and that he might, even, he might even change it to be other swords from like if we get if we get the fucking sephiroth giant long sword you could uh, get the mile long katana and you know one of my favorite things about that is you know the you know a lot of people talk about marvel dialogue and what does and doesn't count up for it you know in movies and media these days and you know, some might say the whole nice choice bit is like that kind of self-reflexivity, but I, I like that because it's it's not like it is not the kind of thing like when people talk about Marvel dialogue, it's usually to indicate that something is like insecure in, in its own like aesthetics or whatnot that they like have to reassure the audience. Oh, no, we know it's ridiculous, too. But here it's more like they they they're giving themselves a pat on the back and like that's a risky thing to do, but they earned it because that looks cool as shit. It looks <laughs> awesome. My favorite part, like, well, like I have a few favorite parts, obviously. Um, like, uh, I think the scarab on its own, like the the tiny scarab, I think I think it looks cool. Like, I love yeah. I love the I love the lights on it. Ooh. I blue is my favorite color, so I think they've chosen great shades of blue for this oh, movie. Yeah, the blue, like, I, 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 God, it's a weird thing to say it like that, but the blue looks great. It does. Yes. It's a very like electric it's blue. Shade. It's a very electric, like neon shade of blue. And I, you know, Blue Beetle, like you know, at least as far as like the art I've seen for Keith Giffen stuff, which I'm. Which, like, I have been, like, supercharged to read right after I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Because I've been sitting on that since September. They released the TPB. Mm-hmm. Like, it what it didn't, like, and Jaime's appearances and other things didn't really strike me as, oh, this is a character who's, like, associated with the whole, like, neon light aesthetic sort of thing. But 
it's like a natural choice here. It works. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Um, and yeah, I, I sorry, good. Uh, I'm all. I'm. I'm really digging. What I'm also. I. I really dig the song they used. It's a re- song, I think. Uh, and I'm. I'm very glad. I'm very glad they're repping my man. My man's Ted and Ted and Dan in the background. Yes, they got the, and they the costumes are perfect. They look exactly right. They do. It looks so good. They got the bug. <laughs> they remembered the bug. <laughs> they did. Fuck you, Archimedes. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Make room I, for my boy. I, I love the the uh, the in helmet view of the suit. Like the it looks so like cool. the, because uh, what I love is that it's not like. The aesthetic feels very two thousands, like it, yeah, uh, like the a graphic lot, like, of how that looks. Nor if it like nowadays, you know, a, an in helmet would look super clean and like super just like just, it looks like a Halo One HUD. Yeah, it does. It does. While we're talking about the face piece, one of the things I love that they did with this, like mm-hmm. they did with the suit and specifically the eyes, is that like you can see like his pupils and like yes. how. And that's great. That 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 does. That's great. I didn't even notice it at first. I had to like bump up the video quality a bit and watch it on a TV just to see it. And when mm-hmm. I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's so good. That that's great. You can see how his eyes are actually moving, and that mm-hmm. does so much for how you ha- the, the suit's expressiveness too." Yeah. And also, when he talks, his jaw moves. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, it's like they did pull them a bit, you know. Yeah, like, it works, and I think and, that's much better than having the mouth on it because the yeah, mouth would not look good in live action. Yeah, no, if they kept the mouth yeah. on the suit, it would look way too uncanny and weird. When, yeah, when yeah. I saw, like, when I saw that the suit didn't have a mouth, part of me was like, "Oh, well, that's too bad." But when you see the trailer, like, you you start realizing, yeah, no, that that was a good call. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it would just it would not look right. Like. Think like back. If you've ever seen the Injustice Two cutscenes, it looks exactly. That's what I was gonna bring up. That or like Batman Beyond in Arkham City, for example. Uh... Well, well, I mean, to a lesser extent, there I think Arkham City is a better looking game than Injustice Two. But it's yes. this, it's really what bothers me about that costume is his eyes look a bit too far apart. Yeah, a little bit. Um. <laughs> I do. Th- I, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm prepared for some idiots to start railing on the whole Batman as a fascist thing. Oh, though. they're already they, doing it. Don't they, worry. Uh, Geeks and Gamers is already like that. The one dude who looks like a fu- troglodyte, um, which that that's very that's very broad strokes. But the the one dude with the very like who looks like a fucking gnome with like beady eyes, yeah, like nerd rotic. Not nerd rotic. I think his name's like Ryan K something. Ryan Kennel. Yeah, he he just he actually was like bursting blood vessels on on that like because someone re, like I'm gonna do that. At this point, I think it's like a corporate mandate to include something that's gonna piss off one of these guys just to get the search engine traffic or whatever. I wouldn't be surprised at this rate. I mean, I'm gonna if if I'm being you know perfectly frank here though, I think. You know, if we're having all this, you know, asshat discussion in real life as to how much of a fascist Batman is, you know, isn't it at least somewhat realistic that someone in the universe would have that opinion? George Lopez gets to say it. Yeah. 
Mr. Electrics, Mr. Electrics, read him the read him his the civil <laughs> read him the Geneva Convention. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. I was I just couldn't find something for him to read. It's all right. I got you. <laughs> uh, I think the antagonist they're settling on as like the muscle. Uh you know how you know, I'm trying to think of other superhero movies where there's a main bad guy guy, and I'm coming up on Bane and Batman and Robin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this movie's I think their muscle bad guy is a guy named Herapus. Uh give me a sec. Yeah, I I tried to look him up on the wiki, but nothing came up, so I think they made him up. Yeah, I know. No. I know Susan Sarandon is like the 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 main villain. Yeah, like, Victoria Cord. Yeah, Ted Cord's sister. Which they, which to you said they invented for Blue Beetle graduation. Yeah, I, I think she was invented for the movie and graduation day. The current like Blue Beetle miniseries like worked her into the comics. Just oh, now. I wonder why she is like a bad guy in this movie. So. She wants my guess is so you know, Blue Beetle. So, Dan Garrett is the first guy to get the scarab, like, he's the original Blue Beetle. Mm -hmm. So, my guess is like, he got that, but it was like fucked up and like he thought it was magic or something, you know? So, like, he didn't get it. But then when he died, he left it to Ted and the scarab like chose him, but it didn't either, it didn't work or Ted just chose not to use it. Which mm-hmm. that tends to be how it is in the comics. It's usually the two or both. Uh, and Victoria's like, nah, did you fucking see that dude? He was awesome. He like grew 50 feet tall one time and could read minds or something. He had like a new power every week. Okay. And, like, I, I found out who the guy is. It's Carapax the Indestructible Man. That's who it is. <laughs> That's the coolest name ever. He was a Dan Garrett villain. Uh, he, he All basically- right. That's even better. He rode around in a big crimson mech, which we haven't seen so far, but, you know, there's always It'll room happen. for a second trailer. I hope yeah. that happens. Yeah. But, so, my guess is, like, she, Victoria wanted the Scarab, but the Scarab already chose Ted, so it wasn't mm-hmm. going to work for anyone else. So, and she then- had him killed to try to get it to, like, reset, but then Jaime got it. So, now mm-hmm. she's like, fuck. I need that. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's like the idea here. Yeah. One downside of Ted being dead is we'll never get a true Justice League International, but you know, I like Jaime a lot. Jaime's cooler. I'm gonna be honest, I don't think Ted's dead. I don't I think I think that's I don't think that I think he went into hiding or something. Um you know I'll what pu- I'll put him in the ground myself as I'm talking <laughs> my red nine. You know, I- I'm gonna like you guys. I'm going to try not to proselytize this so You'd have no idea how much I want that JLI movie, even if I know it's kind of a pipe dream. Oh, same. I love JLI. Uh, I want a movie, but... I mean... It could happen. Now that they've teed him up, they, they, he's probably appearing in that Booster Gold series. So that is, if this pops off, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Mm-hmm. And can you... Keep going. You can keep. I'm thinking. Uh, all right. Uh, right. Uh, fucking. What else was there? I was gonna talk about. Trying to remember now. Um. Oh. Um. Like just. 
I love the way that like the scarab like makes the weapons out of like nothing, you know? It just looks so cool. Like mm-hmm. again, it, it looks like liquid and then it becomes energy and shit. And it's like, God it's, damn it's it. a very creative way to do nanotech. And I feel like they knew they had because they had how. to do it because everyone has it now. But I, I was like watching this whole thing. I was like, I, I wasn't even thinking about the whole stupid superhero nanotech discourse that was going around at the time. Right. Yeah, that's how good it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. All, all one of my, I forgot. Like one of my favorite shots in the whole trailer is like when this the suit is forming and like the the fucking legs are popping out of his shirt and like they look like they're covered in like goop like they like came out of, like out of a shirt like a cocoon mm. and shit and it's like mm. oh my god it's so cool that's what made it feel alien and not just like it was just technology yeah no they they're people are a little nervous they're gonna change it no nah, this shit's alien Mm-hmm. This this is this is some fucking reach tech. This ain't Ted Core did not build this in his basement with a box mm-hmm. of scraps. I mean, they, also, they the wings look amazing. They straight up so good. They do. I mean, they straight up say in the trailer it's like an otherworldly doomsday device or whatever, right? Yeah, it's, it's a it's a world destroying like weapon. Like, uh... <sighs> I, I before before we finally get to Resident Evil Four. Oh yeah. The the, my favorite part, my favorite part was the hallway part where he just kicks the dude and he flips in the air and then kicks yeah. him back to the wall. And he fucking he hits his gigantic fucking knuckles from Sonic gloves together. <laughs> like, I mean, that's one of the classic Blue Beetle constructs, right? Like the spike ball hands, big fists. <laughs> Let's I mean, go. That's just Doom not one of the classic Blue Beetle constructs. That's one of your classic constructs. Big uh, ball. That's, that's the Generator Rex shit. This is my Generator Rex movie. God, this is Max Steel, but with the with the with oh, good. Should we add Generator Rex to the whole? It's Venom, Shazam, Green Lantern, and Iron Man. Like, but better. Yeah, we should add we should add Max Steel to that too. Yes. God, please let this movie be good and do good. Please, I, like. James Gunn, if you're listening, you have no idea how much I need more of these movies. DC has had has had an opportunity to have its own Spider-Man for so goddamn long, and you guys, like, they put Firestorm in so much shit, I forgot that Firestorm barely has a comic to his name. Yeah, no, he had, like, I think he's had, like, two or three series. Most of them by Jerry Conway. Yep. Because he really wanted Firestorm to take off, I and mean, fair, he did. It's but a great DC. Just fumbled great, him, and just like know, with Blue Beetle. Every time you mention the new Fifty Two relaunch, I get sad. It hurts. Like God, they that book got everything wrong. It's the opposite of what Blue Beetle is, and it. Oh my God. I love you, Keith. Please, please, please. I don't even blame him. I blame the fact that that book only lasted 17 issues and it had four fucking editors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Keith Giffen is yeah. a legend for a reason. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm thinking Tony Bedard. He wrote 52. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, let's move on. Oh, wait. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not we're, we're coming up on two hours just talking about news. 
Yeah, we gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> I'm sorry, are we behind schedule? We're, we don't have a schedule. Much. It's just, it's just that, like, yeah. uh, at a certain point, I gotta do a lot of editing. So. Yeah, no, at, at a point, we gotta just like talk about the main thing we're here for. Now, I mean, yeah. to be fair, I have so much to say. I understand. We do too. It's, it's yeah. a, we all do this. All right. Any last our thoughts Breaking Bad episodes five hours. <laughs> Never now again. Seriously, the series this goddamn podcast is named after, or in or in reference to, I suppose. Yes. Any any last thoughts on Blue Beetle before you? Looks good. Start? Watch good. Give me Watch more. It. I must ensure this movie's success, even if I must do it alone. Based. I'll buy out every theater in the country with James Gunn's money. <laughs> All right, I'll do so, it with Kevin Feige's money, so that way DC gets a problem. So, do y'all like bingo? The moment I heard that in the demo, I knew everything was going to be okay. Everything yes. is always, always right in the world. And um, we have arrived at Nirvana. They didn't include every terrible joke Leon makes, which is, you know, something I have the original for. Right. But on the plus side, they didn't blow it. Exactly. Damn, fuck up. Before we, like, really, really get into the... What's our... What is each of our, um, you know, uh, history or experience or thoughts on the on the original RE4? I still have, like, vivid memories of how I came across the original. I basically, like... I was playing Project Cross Zone, and Chris and Jill are, like, the last characters you recruit in that game, and I'm like... Huh, this is based off their appearance in Resident Evil Revelations. I'll play that demo on PS3. I played the demo, thought it was pretty good, and I wanted to pick it up. So I just kind of went on a shopping spree that day. I was going to get Revelations and Metroid Prime. But along the way, I stop at like a Newbury Comics and I pick up I pick up Resident Evil 4 and 5 just because I, I was feeling like it or whatever. I look up 4 quick on my phone, see that the Wii version is apparently good, and you know. I also picked up Metroid Prime Trilogy. That that's beside the point. I get home yeah. and like I over the next like couple of weeks or so, I play each of these games. And even though Resident Evil Four kept kicking my ass, not to say the other games didn't kick my ass, but even though that game kept kicking my ass, I was fascinated by it, like viscerally fascinated. And like over time, even though there were aspects of Revelations and Five and whatever that just stuck in my mind too like obviously wesker and whatnot and big whale something about four (laughs) and when i had to do like a senior project so i basically wrote a blog for fun i like did a sort of double set of reviews comparing re4 and re6 which i don't hate that much but is not a but but is not a game i can easily recommend by any stretch of the imagination and then mm. I replay Resident going to Evil. destroy China with the C virus. I, I replay Resident Evil 4 all over again for that. And it's like the first time I'm playing it. And I'm like, like at some point I just realized, holy shit, this isn't just like one of my favorite games. This is the one of the best games ever made. Mm-hmm. And then I find out, like, kind of into like I came to that conclusion pretty independently, honestly. I didn't have a lot of people whispering in my ear that. RE4 is the best one. In fact, I got caught up in a lot of stupid game facts discussion about, you know, Resident Evil purists and stuff. And I'm not going to dog on them here because 
those 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 tank control games I, I've, I've only played re1 remake but that shit is tight but yeah. re4 that is this is my thing this is next level shit for me mm-hmm. god that that is my life history vis-a-vis re4 and uh <laughs> then i then i was like oh re4 remakes coming out uh that didn't need to be remade uh the demo happens i'm like at the trailers happen i'm like oh that looks cool probably be a bit different from the original though demo happens that's pretty good i'll actually put this on my to buy list soon i i cave and basically find a way to work up the you know money to get it as soon as fucking possible because mm-hmm. i can't myself based oh, I'm sorry. I, I was rambling there. That was uh, no, it's okay. Good. It's okay. It's okay. This is a part where it's all right. <laughs> you're yeah. good, dude. You're talking about your experiences with the game that you love. That's all right. So Brian, your turn. All right. Uh, I I got RE4 like God. How long ago was this? I want to say. Oh God. I want to say, like, it might have been, like, the end of, like, either end of middle school, beginning of high school. Like, I got it for the Wii, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, I had a... I, I forget why I got... I think I saw s- some YouTuber play. I don't remember which one. Maybe it was some Call Me Johnny. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Even by then, I was already out of that. So... I got out of that, uh, but but yeah, no, I played it and like it, it's it's just something else. Like like I don't think it's I didn't think at the time like it's like oh this is like the greatest game ever made, but like it's really fucking good, and like I see how like this this shit influenced like every game I enjoy, like mm-hmm. you know did. This shit revolutionized third-person shooters, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, this paved the way for that and made it, like, a big deal and, you know, made that genre viable. And it's like, yeah, that's awesome. I don't know who the fuck any of these people are, but that don't matter. Because <laughs> <laughs> this story has nothing to do with that. The, the opening goes, Umbrella went bankrupt. I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Let, let's be real, though. If you were actually one of the people who was somehow invested in the plot of Resident Evil, having that anti-climax drop at you right at the front end of the game is really fucking funny. It's so funny. Like, you fucking play Resident Evil 2, 3, Code Veronica, and, like, you're expecting, like, the next game to have, like, the big final confrontation with, like, Umbrella and all this shit. And then 4 just goes, and then it went bankrupt. Yeah, which it was supposed to be, which we should probably mention, like the uh, Sh- Shinji Mikami's years of turmoil. Um, yeah, trying to make- I, I just watched, you know, uh, Matt McMuscles put out a yes, what me too. before, and mm-hmm. most of it has kind of escaped me at the moment. But you know, he put into perspective. I I think most people, even before that, kind of knew that RE4 went through a lot of like different stages at one they point. They made four full games out of it. 
one of which is now a series of its own. Yeah, one is Don't mm-hmm. Cry. One was Tony Haunting Red Ground. <laughs> you know, I know. You know, I know that there are hints that Devil May Cry and Bayonetta have some universal crossover. I do like to believe, however, that Devil May Cry absolutely one hundred percent takes place in Resident Evil world. A hundred percent. The distant future. <laughs> the, the fucking plaga searches demons. Base. <laughs> but yeah, no, like Hookman, Hookman, like because at a point it was supposed to be that Leon was. In- a castle, and that castle was owned by Oswald Spencer, and it was going to deal with Umbrella shit, and like, Hookman was a hallucination thing. There would be two worlds. There would be you know, real world and hallucination world, but that wasn't viable. And then the other world from Silent Hill. (laughs) And then the the metaverse from Persona 5. Maybe all the Capcom games are just canon to each other. Maybe Project Cross Zone is just how things are. Maybe Chris just wants to try and shoot a Hadouken, and Jill is like, I'm ending my partnership with you if you try and do that, Chris. <laughs> I'm gonna say maybe <laughs> M- MVC is, is canon to everything. And, and Chris immediately gets into, like, a 3v3 fighting tournament with, like, Jin, Ryu, and Akira, like, on one side, Ken, Heihachi, and Chris on one, on one team, and Chris is like, I'm, okay, I know Jill said not to, but I'm gonna try and learn how to do a Hadouken. And then, like, fucking Kazuya has Phoenix right and hear <laughs> you on his side. That that happens, by the way. <laughs> God. Uh, that's... Uh, and incidentally, we'll get back to this, and we have to talk about, you know, your history, Alec. But in that game, Project Cross Zone 2, they reveal that Phoenix Wright was Majima's defense player for when he was in prison during Yakuza 4. <laughs> What? 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 <laughs> this is. I, I I know that they're from different companies, but in my mind, this is canon. I'm just not surprised at this point. I love. I love. I love video games. Uh. Anyway, your history, Alec. I'm sorry to drop that bomb on oh, you. No, you're, no, you're good. You're good. Uh. Yeah. No, my history is. Uh, well, it's a bit, it's a bit different. I actually, um, I always knew about Resident Evil, right? Like it was always, it was always in my mind over many years. Um, the first Resident Evil game I played was five back in like 2011. And I only played like, I only got to like mission five and then I quit because I was like too scary. And, <laughs> and five. yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, I was a fucking baby. I couldn't play horror. I, was, I mean, like, I was, I was like, what, 12? I mean, everybody has that phase where they don't understand why people play horror, and then you grow up, and it's like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, like, when I grew up, I started getting more into horror games, and then uh, I played Resident Evil 7. That was really the first full Resident Evil game I played. And then I played 2 Remake and 3 Remake um, and Village. And when 4 got announced, because, I mean, we knew 4 was coming for a for a while it leaked like two years ago or something um but uh like we we knew this was coming and when they announced it i was like i want i want to play the original before um before this one comes out because it's one i feel like i could play and not suck at (laughs) like i'm not good at tank controls 
I tried, Brian. I'm very sorry to tell you. I tried Silent Hill 2. I don't know if I can do it. I'm just bad at tank controls. I'm very bad at them. I would try Silent Hill 2 if it was readily available. What are you talking about? Bloober Team's got you covered. Shut the fuck up. Start on that. I feel like that's the whole podcast in and of itself. It will, it will be, be one day. day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I'm gonna join James in that fucking lake. I'm, I mean, isn't, am I thinking of another game, or isn't that what that team wants you to do? Yeah, that's the right one. The medium where the final message: if you're mentally ill, kill yourself. It's that, it's that quarter minute video. Can't do it, Red. You would be giving into them. <laughs> Damn it. It's like they just play that at the end of the medium. It's a low Jake. It's a low poly video of it's that low poly video of Gordon Ramsay saying fucking kill yourself. <laughs> I've been I, I watched a lot of kitchen nightmares lately. Still, I somehow didn't see him saying that. I don't think it was. A, I think it was like a, it was like. I think it was like a TikTok that he did or something or oh, like God. a cameo thing. Um, Ramsey on TikTok that doesn't gel in my mind for some reason. Oh, it's it's it sounds like a like an like an eldritch spell, but it it's oh. very real. It's very real. But but yeah, last summer I played RE4 for the first time, and I will admit it was a bit you know getting used to because it still has tank like aspects of the mechanics, like mainly like how you can't you can't walk and shoot. Like if you if you aim, then you're stuck mm-hmm. in position. Just stuff with cam with the camera too, which it like I get it because this is like the one that innovated all this. But it was still very good. I really I really loved it. I loved all the jokes, the haha funnies. Um, I yeah, it was it was very it was a good time. Um, Hoping that the remake would be good, and it was. Yep. So. Let's get into general thoughts about the re- uh I'll just go ahead and start like I fucking stellar <laughs> like yeah it it's genuinely in contention like between all the games coming out this year it's going to be fucking stacked for like what game of the year is going to be like last year there were like two games that could feasibly it this year it's like any game like basically like so far, we have Dead Space and RE4. And then we have Jedi Survivor and, mm-hmm. and Tears of the Kingdom. And then Spider-Man 2, if that ever exists. And, uh, and Alan Wake 2. And, like, just a, a... But, no, this game's very... It improves, like... It, it improves, like, all the things it could. It's not... We can all agree, this is not a necessary game to exist. This game no. didn't have to exist. I mean, no. Like th- that's like the canned response to the remake's existence in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't need Resident Evil Four didn't need remaking. But I guess I'll just segue into my quick thoughts. I mean, th- this being a remake, like it didn't really have the the buzz of novelty that the first game gave me. But assessed as a whole of itself, it's an amazing it's an amazing game. I'm not sure which i will prefer in the end i need to replay the original which mm-hmm. but the thing about but one thing i've noticed that this game did that the original didn't do is i'm playing it like multiple times in succession i did i mean part of it was that i did a uh 
I, I wanted to get the like stupid castle and trophies for the primal knife, and I replayed like two thirds mm-hmm. of the game trying to get those. But you know, I mean, that gave me an opportunity to you know try out some more of the weapons and stuff, and. Even, and right after my first playthrough, I jumped right into a second, like, speedrun one, which was kind of absolute hell, but, you know, was still an experience that I, I value. It's, and even the first one, even, the, even, like, the original, which didn't, like, which I, which didn't get, feel old even when I was playing it for a second or third time, even that didn't get me to play it right after the other. And there are things, like, about the original that, I think are still worthwhile. I think the stop and start whole tank control stay, sh- stay still while shooting thing adds a unique dynamic to combat. I like all, all in fact, I'm, I'm if I go back to that, I'm honestly going to be more pissed about the lack of a knife parry. Right. <laughs> God, I need that now in every game. And I, like, I, I can't go back. And like Red's talked about this before with me, but no codec calls, but and that that's something in the original I miss. But otherwise, like they got the mission. Like these, like I, 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 I like early on, I was both. I was like point. I was playing this with some friends, spectating essentially, and I couldn't help but point out every time they were doing something like differently in a clever way or something similarly in a clever way, and. Mm-hmm all in such a way that showed me that they got it. They understood mm-hmm. what was special about the original and its combat and its locations and its encounter design. Like, even when they made cuts, like you never got the sense that they were making cuts because they thought the original was like, like the original things were flawed in some way. They just had other ideas. And I mean, I don't, I think that there were some, you know, combat arenas I would have liked to see one. But mm-hmm. what they have is great, right? And like, you know, it's... That's, my, that's my general thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to blow my load right here. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> yeah, like it's just it 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 took everything that worked in all the other remakes that they've made so far. You know, two, three, even like even like seven and eight, like it's all been like, it feels like it's all been building up to this remake. I mean, around the time of village, I kept hearing people say, this is like a test drive for a four remake. Oh, village mm-hmm. is a hundred percent. The prototype of RE4 remake. You can tell. Yeah. I love village. It exists to be the, the backbone of this. Yeah. But even I'm, then it still works as its own game. It does. Like, I'm a bit more mixed on village myself. I do think it's quite good, but I wasn't I wasn't quite as spooked by it and I thought like it was kind of easy to kill everything but that's just my experience. Yeah, I get you. I'm at a I'm at a point where I played that game so many times. I have infinite ammo on the Magnum, therefore I win. <laughs> you know? I I just want to replay a bunch of Resident Evils now. This game is galvanizing right. me to like resident my fucking evils. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> Stand back, Ashley. This resident is becoming even evil. <laughs> I crave but... cheese, Leon. <laughs> All right, can we now. talk about Mousley? Yeah. yeah, let's talk about Mousley Graham real quick. Michael, so, an artist from, I need, I need to. We need to credit the, the the original artist for this. Hold on. I mean, 
my, I mean, my buddy Jay had had to point out to me that this was a joke about her ears and her yep. model, mm -hmm. and I feel and I feel so stupid. Yeah. So the I, artist is at Angrimora. At it's spelled A G R I M M O R A. Um, sorry. Continue. I just I just needed to credit the artist real quick. No, you're right. You, I'm glad that you did because I wasn't able to in my thing in time. But you, like, fucking love Mousley. It's such a fucking. It's like, I I don't. <laughs> I don't think Capcom understands what's happening, but they're no. rolling with it. Yeah, no, because they tweeted out. <laughs> the they tweeted out the mouse and the cheese. I'm like, what? Of the whole details to that like concept is just the Mr. Krabs walk. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was like one tweet I saw that like summed it up perfectly of like, like you guys might have seen of like, the the bad future predicted like you know everyone could like discourse about like Ashley's tit size or whatever the fuck and then the good future no discourse at all the secret unpredictable future and it's a picture <laughs> of the guy throwing them right at the screen yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold on wait I, someone, someone with Leon and Mousley said whoa Quagga's be upon me <laughs> I mean I like that they're rolling with it I, I, they're clearly they're clearly no stranger to like offbeat marketing and stuff. Like, look at Lady D. Did you exactly. See the, the world masterpiece theater stuff. Yes. They like. God, that was great. Got the people who actually apparently they actually got the people who worked on world masterpiece theater and like, like the studio that worked on Heidi, Girl of the Alps, which is a very big deal in Japan. For some, I I don't know why it just is. And they just got them for this stupid classic anime style Leon in the Mysterious Village. <laughs> it's beautiful. I love it. I love it. I, uh, I, I love it. They, I, they, they know how to commit to the bit. They, they do. do. But yeah, Mousegram is the greatest invention created I'm by so mankind. Um, they better have DLC of it. It's going to happen. There will be DLC where, like, she gets mouse ears or something yeah. at the very least. That will gonna, happen, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they de they're definitely, like, releasing some of that, oh, y y it's too hard for you to get the hand cannon? How about some microtransactions? They're definitely doing that down the line, right? Probably. I Maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, like... You guys you still. Guys, I, I got the hand cam like real easy, but yeah. You guys they, still need to add RE2 Leon to the game, guys. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's the complaint I have that 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 costume isn't there. Um, because I I want to see RE4 Leon like with his hair and his just fucking gaunt face in in the RE2 uniform. It would be. Easy, it's the same engine. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be they, easy. They still to do have too. the. The, the character model, as we've seen, Krauser has his lovingly portrait of him <laughs> <laughs> written on lipstick. <laughs> yeah, that's a Metal Gear villain. Ultimate even, Metal not, Gear. Just, not even just Metal Gear, he's Metal Gear Rising. He, I, I made the comment before you joined, he's Jet Stram. He is. Like, dude, I, I started playing Metal Gear Rising finally. I, how the fuck do you beat Blade Wolf? Because I. Perry. Perry. I try! I try to do it! But, like, 
I, I do I it in the right direction too, okay. but it doesn't do it. I, I, I love Revengeance, and even I will acknowledge that parrying in that game is kind of stupid. Like, when you do finally get it, you get it, but it's it's stupid. Like, I know that like, I've been able to do it where he, he parries, like, super early and it works, but only, like, once in a blue moon have I been able to do, like, the perfect parry that actually allows me to counterattack in mm-hmm. that fight. But I'm just like, I try doing that, but it feels like I can't, like, yeah. he's going so fast that I can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. You I'll, mentioned- I'll tell you now, if you if Blade Wolf is too, is this hard, Monsoon is your worst nightmare. Oh, you know, you mentioning Blade Wolf has just brought to mind the moment in my mind. And- hey, it's that dog. <laughs> I, I need to explain my exact experience of this. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, I don't know why. I had gone into the main menu to check out the bonuses, I think. I was, like, checking out the bonus section on the main menu after, like, I got to Chapter 3. And mm-hmm. I was just, like, perusing around in it. And, like, I had gotten through the opening section with, oh, no, dog in a bear trap. And I get into the model section, and then I notice something. Wait a minute. There's a dog model in here. <laughs> a dog model. And then... My, my buddy is like, oh, yeah, the dog's in the game. And I'm like, what? And then I start up the game again. And then there he fucking is! Immediately yeah. after, Immediately when you get outside of Mendez's house. They debated us! They debated us! I love that they did that. I love that they did that. I they, love it. It's like a joke. Dated... It's, Sorry, like, it's like a joke that a friend plays on you, but that he can get away with because of, like, shared history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they knew they knew how people would react and were, they were planning on it. They knew that people would be like, "Oh, where's the dog? Why'd you kill the dog?" And then they knew they'd probably react more strongly if then the dog was there. And he's there. And it's a fucking Blade Wolf intro. He does. <laughs> he has the lightning behind him as he howls. <laughs> and then, and then Leo, okay, I I quoted earlier. Leon has the most mundane reaction ever. Just going, "Hey, it's that dog." <laughs> I I love it. I love that they kept that specific line the same. Like it says even more to him. There's like four moments I can remember in the game where they quote the original exactly. It's bingo. Hey, it's that dog. It's game time, and like the bit with Salazar's boss fight. Yeah. Should should we go ahead and get into the Brian? Do you have anything else about your general thoughts before we start off with stuff we? Have criticisms on or didn't like? Verdugo's fucking great. <laughs> it's horrifying. It's a xenomorph yeah. now. It's very I'm... scary. All right, so things. I love, we... I love how good. he taunts you too. He does like the little bring it on hand pose. God, he does. <laughs> Everyone is virtual. I got. I, I, I got. I parried for later, but I didn't want to forget about it. God, it's so good. I parried his three strikes like in all. All at once, and I Same. was like, "How did I do that? How?" Okay, okay. Dislikes. Uh, I, I'm just gonna start off with the thing. You know what Red's been talking about? Codec calls. They need to be back. Mm-hmm. I miss them. Like the okay, the walking around with Hunnigan's head down on the bottom of the screen just isn't doing it for me. Um, it isn't even really the context or the presentation of it that I have so much a problem with. So much as that I. I don't feel Salazar's presence as much in this one. Yeah. 
Like, and it's it, weird because they they were showing an alternative. He speaks to you over the loudspeaker yeah, in, the, I, in the castle, but they don't continue with that. Yeah, and the problem is Leon doesn't have a method of responding to him now. Yeah. But even Which, so, they could have just said some bullshit that he could... Like, yeah, yeah, honestly, just say, like, there's some microphones in the speaker that you can hear through, and it's like... That's like, I honestly... Like, I don't care about the logistics of it as long as it gets right. the same point across, but... Right. It, even Sadler... Like, Sadler isn't as entertaining as Salazar, but I do like a lot of his moments. I like... I like that moment where Leon, where he says, "Why don't I introduce you to it?" I'm I'm doing Dracula here, uh, <laughs> but and Leon's like, "Oh, you can't even remember the name." A senior moment, and he just kind of laughs it off, like, "Oh, that was a good one." That's yeah, the most, I was... that is probably the most character he has in the game. Jim yeah. Jim Sterling really likes him for some reason. I like I'm still a, I'm still like. He's not that great, but I can appreciate that moment in specific. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I needed more of Leon trash talking Sadler and Sadler just like laughs it off because he don't he doesn't give a shit. He's he knows he'll win in the end. I mean, yeah, that change Sadler around because in this in this game, he's like more buying his own shit, whereas in the original, he was kind of like. Yeah, no, I'm running a cult, man. Why don't you join, huh? Like, because yeah. it's implied even Sadler is just falling prey to this thing. Like, oh, yeah, no, he has no original, control. In the original, he's like, he has no illusion that Leon is buying any of this bullshit. Whereas in this one, he's kind of like, he, he's bought, even he's bought his own bullshit and can't mm-hmm. understand why Leon wouldn't buy yeah. his bullshit. It's like, whoa, why won't you want to do this? As he takes his hat off and his skull has like 17 divots in it as his, and his arms are made of goop. His, the back of his skull looks like the back of the of part, back of the Zack Snyder Justice League flash. <laughs> okay. It does. Um, well, while we're talking about flaws, I do want to... Okay. I want to specify a few things in that I get why a lot of the changes made were made but there are a few things one I, I i get why ashley isn't as annoying anymore and like isn't as stuck up isn't like you know doesn't come across as spoiled and i think that's a reasonable change in a lot of regards but i kind of liked that she came across a bit spoiled in the original and mm-hmm. and there and i did think there was sort of a subtle arc of her gradually coming around to leon that was you know understated sure but it was there and I think, it, and for what it was, I think it was done, you know, fine. And and I'm fine that she's nice in this. In fact, one of the things I really like about Ashley in this game is the sort of reversal context in her specific playable chapter. I like that she's saving Leon. And that's not just a whole, oh, I think it's like cool that the girl saves the guy because Resident Evil is no stranger to that in the first place. But mm-hmm. like, just as a plot element, it makes more it makes it just narratively flows better than oh leon frees her and then she walks through an entire goddamn library just to get back to him mm-hmm. yeah uh, but yeah i do kind of wish she came across as a bit more like maybe like spoiled or like just had a bit more of like like a tiny bit more of an edge to her like not not in like the edgy sense but just more she there was conflict between her and Leon in a in a, in a personality sense. 
Mm-hmm. Um, next up is, honestly, this isn't really a criticism so much as it's... I like that room with the big Gatling gun, dude. Uh, I like that room where you're just going around, there's a big platform in the middle, and then just a bunch of Ganados show up with fucking rocket launchers and shit. <laughs> That's great. Like, I, I miss that so much. I mean, I actually don't as much miss the fact that you can find, you can't find a rocket launcher anymore, though. Considering how many skips involve the rocket launcher now, I yeah. feel kind of a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, there was definitely one. I think the castle suffers the most from set pieces I personally miss. Uh, the barricade one where you're fighting the El Gigante. That one's cool, but I wasn't super into it. Like, it was, it was very action heavy, and I mean, a lot of the castle to me is actually very atmospheric. Like, a bunch of them just quietly chanting like "Cokelo, Cokelo," which I'm pretty sure like means intruder or "Muere, Muere," whatever have you. That atmosphere, that's what really, like, to me, Resident Evil Four's horror is like. It balanced action and horror by making the horror about gradually fucked you are, how much mm-hmm. how many people are surrounding you and closing in on you. And I'm like the barricade section is not that to me. And it like the castle section is really where that coalesces to me with the island being a sort of big comeback victory. Uh that that's I'll that's how I condense my criticisms. Mm-hmm. And, like, a bunch of this is just me being kind of a diehard. But, and honestly, my biggest criticism is both of these games have ruined the concept. If I just had these elements in tandem, I know there's zero complaints about right in the middle, but it's hard to go back to the original because there's no knife parry, and it's hard to go back to to the remake for all the reasons I described. Also, Mm -hmm. they cut a lot of the jokes, and again, that's a diehard thing. And mm-hmm. it isn't like they're ashamed to be goofy and shit. Like, Leon does that stupid flip with the Bella sisters. <laughs> the Bella sisters. It's, it's not really that the game is ashamed of anything. It's more just like that they kind of feel they have to be restrained and elevate right. the material a bit. And, you know, good on them for trying. And it's not like they try, they embarrass themselves trying to do so by any stretch of the imagination. Right. It's, like, it's not like they failed. It's just, was it necessary to do that? And part yeah. of it is it's a plot that wasn't really meant to make sense originally. Like Shinji Mikami just wanted to get this game out the door, so he just it's like, I accidentally made Devil May Cry trying to make this fucking thing. <laughs> okay, to be fair, that was Kamiya's fault. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, to be to be fair though, Mikami did say that he did have a lingering, you know. Regret accidentally made four other games, but you know, I like I want to specify to anyone who's going to call me a diehard, I am, and even I have to admit that for, this game is remaking a game made by one of the most legendary characters ever, and mm-hmm. the fact that it even stands alongside it, like, yeah, is a testament to how good it is. Like, I will go back and forth for a while as to which one of these is actually better, but they got it. 
ultimately. And we'll get into that when we discuss things we loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the meantime, I have to let you guys have your speaking part. Yeah. Uh, Alec, you want to go? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I uh, there's not much I didn't dislike about this game. Cause my my thing is like, you no. Know, again, like I agree, there was nothing like particularly wrong that had to be changed about Resident Evil Four, like in terms of story or character, really. Um, but most of the changes I I do I do like and appreciate mainly because I. Which I'll explain more in, in you know, things we like. Uh, but how, like, Leon... This is RE2 remake Leon six years later, feasibly. Like, it still feels like the same character, even though it's like, yeah, he has to do RE4 stuff, because this is RE4 remake. But it, it like... I'm, I don't know if this is making sense, but, like, I... What was I talking about again? <laughs> Shit. Um... But uh, yeah, th- there's not much. There's not much I I dislike. But um, honestly, the most I can say is that I, I you know, certain jokes. Um, I really just wanted your right hand comes off to stay in. I Me, really well, wanted that one in. That's like top three lines in the entire goddamn game. That was probably yeah. the one that I was like oh, most okay. devastated. Okay, okay. One more thing. Where the f- the, the statue was there. Good. Yeah. It wasn't enough. Yeah. My friend gaslit me. He should he shouldn't have been talking to me about those bullshit fake leaks because he at one point told me it shot lasers out its eyes, and I was ready for that. God damn it. Oh. I'm sorry, what was the statue again? The Salazar's robot. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in this version, you just walk up some stairs and it shoots some fire. Yeah. I can't complain too much. It was there. You can even blow up its head if you shoot the tiny red barrel in the back. That's neat. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Me too. Just, you know, would have preferred that be a thing. You know, yeah. Yeah, the whole hog. That mm-hmm. was also a section they removed. Like, the whole plat- mini platforming section. Huh. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's hard to say, because, like, like, I don't hold the original RE4 in like, n- not to say I don't hold it in high regard because I do. It is a very, very well made game. It is Careful. like I'm gonna sacrifice you to the plaga. <laughs> Try me, <laughs> <laughs> but but like so like I welcome any like changes that that do try to elevate it. Um, but like really, my really my only complaints are. Just, you know, some... Jo- oh, well, okay. Let's actually talk about this right now. Um, so, when I say any of this, I do not mean this to personally insult the actress. Oh, yeah. And, oh, if, any, and if any of y'all do, fuck you. Fuck like, all of you. <laughs> go die in a hole. Because, like, the fact that we... Like, f- online fan culture is such a fucking disease that... People actually, like, because some people are just, you know, trying to be mean for the sake of being mean. But some people are so stupid that they actually do think that the only way to give criticism is to give it to someone directly and in the form of being an awful person to them. It's like, a thought yeah. 
like yeah for those who probably aren't in the, who who aren't in the know lily gao i think her name is mm-hmm. yeah lily gao yeah the actress for ada who was reprising this role from a post credit scene in welcome to raccoon city uh was a was cast as uh, ada wong in this game mm-hmm. and i'm like her opinion, her appearance isn't game ruining and it's not like the worst thing ever but it is of a markedly lower quality than her previous actress and even a lot of the other actors in the game and yeah not even in a, like a fun way it's just kind of flat but now people are harassing her and i i didn't think it was bad enough to that people would actually do that like by mm-hmm. any stretch of the imagination i didn't think people would 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 be like let's be real here whether or not you think the acting suits the game. I do. The original Resident Evil 4's acting is not conventionally good by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. No thanks, bro. Let's play back any of Sandy Cheeks' lines as action. I love it for that. I would not have it any other way. But, and that is a different question from whether or not, you know, acting is flat or whatnot. But if... But again, you know, like you said, you don't have to be an asshole about it. I don't I don't want to understand the thought process that leads someone to that course of action mm-hmm. because it scares me. Like it's it's, it's poisonous, so- it's disgusting. It's like like pe- people believe like a lot of this has to do with, you know, online like I'm not like I I'm not going to point fingers and say you're it's your fault you're to blame, but Except like for you listening right now you know who, you <laughs> but but uh like a lot of online sure like from like late two thousands early twenty tens that kind of fan culture stuff where people are like overreacting for the sake of a review, reflexive like, negative, yeah. People think that that's supposed to be like how it should be, and like unfortunately for some of them, that is how they actually feel. For some of them, like you know, angry video game, it's it's a fucking character. It's a parody. It's not. Yeah. It's like even if he thinks the games are bad, he's not. He's not. He's not being serious when he says he wants to shit on someone's face. <laughs> like right. like. <laughs> Say, I've heard some people say that the nostalgia critic is a character that, say, Doug Walker plays, but no. I watched enough of his, like, in person, like, just Doug reviews stuff to know that the nostalgia critic is more Doug's opinion than it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it's, sli- it's a slight exaggeration, but, like, he carries a lot of the same feelings both yeah, ways, you know? Like, and there, there's a lot of, like, reviewers that are, like, you know, not not those two that are just, you know, standard movie reviewers or something that do carry of, on. There are a lot of reviewers I've seen who uh, have tried to lean away from reflexive negativity. I know Link Carr has tried to do more positive stuff lately, and yeah. Bob Pittman uh, has tried to, you know, make a whole really that good specifically to, you know, counter that. Whether you think he's a good person outside of that is a whole other ball game, though. I'm not, I'm not even touching that guy. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, but but yeah, like it, it's just it, there's been like you said, there's been a whole lot of reflexive negativity, and it, it 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 just it really sucks. And people who just 
live, eat, and breathe. Like, even on just, you know, general Twitter, you have people calling someone, like, a hack or shit like that because they... Soundtrack is woke. Yeah, soundtrack is woke. <laughs> What's that even mean? I don't know. Because a woman sang a song, I think? I'm convinced it's a joke. Like, I can't see any other possibility for it except that it's a joke. Like, what, do you think that the Spanish guitar in it is too woke? That's probably it. I wouldn't be shocked. And how dare they imply that this game takes place in Spain? Clearly it takes place in Europe. Yeah, Yeah, they're just, like, dedicated to the original Capcom of 2005's vision for the game. Even though no other country uses a fucking Peseda. Uh, but but yeah, like long story short, yeah. when when I when we say any of this, we do not want to be or mean to be or like we are not saying this to insult anybody. Like no. there is a difference between giving constructive criticism or even just general criticism and being and a piece of shit, being a piece of shit asshole to to someone you don't know because you didn't like what they did. Really, for, for a product. Really, the, the thing I'm confused about, and again, just being trying to be, you know, like trying to be non incendiary here, I don't get why they cast her because, yeah, it was a post one that movie is not good. It's like a speedrunner's playthrough of both Resident Evil 1 and 2 concurrently. And uh, Albert mm-hmm. Wesker literally has like a fun that tells him the answers to the. I'm not and, even joking. And two, eight is a post-credits character, so I don't even know. Like, we can only speculate, but let's leave. I, I want to leave that at that because I don't want that to take up any more mind space. The, the one thing I will add to that is that, like, for a very good reason, you know, they they'd want you know an Asian actress to play Ada, which yeah. I agree with. Like, I think I think that you know that I'm all for that. Yeah, um, they, they just didn't at least seem to do any real audition. Yeah, and 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 like we don't mean to say anything disrespectful or something about that. Like that no. that just that's just it, how it felt. Yeah, if they did, then that is that's fine. That's it's there's a reason this shit isn't my job. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know nothing. But basically, my my. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, let's be real. If we're bringing that angle into this, it's not like casts that aren't racial. I don't know what you would call it, racially considerate. It's not like castings that aren't racially considerate haven't been fucked in the past. Like, we've gotten some real stinkers. Like, honestly, I'd argue that, you know, ca- ca- casting, you know, casting appropriately like this has actually worked out better most times than it hasn't. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I'm not saying that just because I'm paid by Disney or some shit. I, but you know, if you believe that, you're free to have no life. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. With all that being said, um, the weak link in terms of performances is Ada. Yeah. And the performance really lets the writing down. I think, in my opinion, yeah. like the writing and the animating, in my opinion. Yeah. Because. The writing for Ada's, even in the original, 
Ada is a very nuanced character. Like, especially especially here, like, with all that we, like, again, following up from, you know, specifically RE2 remake. In that game, like, even when she's revealed herself to be a piece of shit mercenary, she still won't shoot Leon. No. Like, and... Hmm. Sorry, go ahead. One thing I do... Now that I think about it, and I haven't actually thought about this for a while, but I really do think that, like, in this game especially, since they were playing up the whole Plaga infection angle, down to having it affect gameplay in one instance, that Mm -hmm. they really could have kept the scene where Leon stabs Ada. Yes. They they really people With people with colored eyes showing people... And it just strangles her and opens... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, no, he stabbed her. She, he strangled her and she stabbed him. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I do think that should have been kept in, but... There is a lot of Ada scenes that got cut or shuffled. Yeah, Ada's yeah. weirdly underplayed I, in this. And maybe, I, I think know, it's because they're, they're doing separate ways, so they want to save all that stuff. And again, with, with what you said about Wesker's original voice actor, it's very possible that this was meant to be, like, on disc or... Like if if not in in the campaign, which is actually a complaint I do have, that I think they should have had separate ways be in the campaign itself instead of it being a separate DLC thing. I mean, but, yeah. like, but then I, how can we call it separate ways? Because Leon <laughs> called it separate ways at the end. Uh, <laughs> no, shut had- up. Did we mention the whole DC Douglas thing after we started recording, or do we gotta recap the whole? We, we did. We did mention it after we started recording. Ah, yeah. Okay. I, I, okay. Yeah, I I do think that I do think that that's a possible reason to why it may not be on disc. It, it may not have been on disc at launch. Um, I hope but, it's uh, too expensive. If you know, but you know, moreover, I hope it's free, like mercenaries. Okay. Yeah. You know, apparently they're adding Lewis to Mercenaries, which I'm they happy. Because yeah. <laughs> they were adding, hey, we made Lewis a character now. Let's put him in fucking Mercenaries. Yeah. We're adding Chris. He has his RE8 face, but with the body <laughs> from RE5. Hey, we've gotten <laughs> off course. We, we still need to talk about what Red... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so, right, my... Oh, yeah, I was supposed to talk about my problem. Can I can I finish up with Ada though? Real yes, quick? please. And yes, no please go. Okay, uh, so Ada's Ada is very nuanced in this game in terms of like she's written to be as such. I mean, yes. she there are scenes where she is very clearly meant to dual meanings in what she says. Like one part of her one part of her attached to her job, one part of her you know wanting to connect with Leon same way that because Nick Apostolides plays that very well in in their in their scenes together yeah but the in every scene they share she just sounds like she would have shot him at the end of RE2 oh god that's yeah like like, she sounds like like Leon left her to die yeah that's it sounds like star yeah, it sounds like she hates him and is really spiteful of him, and it's like you have no reason to. He tried, he tried to save to, your life. He literally used all all the strength he had to try to save you, and he, you just slipped out of his fingers. 
And uh, you you showed you didn't even hate him because you gave him the launcher. Yeah, you, you kicked the quad rocket to him and he blew up Mr. Ed. Leon yeah. is, so, to my knowledge, more less naive in the in the remake timeline than he is in the original, which may partially be to the excision of, oh, I was late to Raccoon City because I broke up with a friend. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, and... I slept and I, in, so I missed my first day. <laughs> yeah, he's the kind of guy who, even though, you know, he says he he didn't trust her, he's still the kind of guy who wants to save her. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of get the feeling that, like, like, with how she's performed, it's like you, you, it, the only thing that works about it is that you kind of get why her in the position. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? The only thing that kind of makes sense with her performance, you get why Leon is sort of pissed at her in this version. Yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't really reciprocate that kind of, like, like it, mainly the boat scene. The boat, yeah. The boat, like, you know, in the original, it was just, you know, she, she yeets it to the side and then and then leaves it to him. But then here they have, like, he's trying to have, like, an actual conversation with her. And she just she sounds, sounds like she's insulting the fuck out of him. Which like, feels so uncalled for. She, she, she sounds like she could, she would rather be having any other conversation in the goddamn world. Even though she initiated it. Right, bitch. Like, what you want? That's the thing. That's the thing. Is that it's the performance. I'm trying that, to talk to you. It's the performance that doesn't really do the writing justice. Yeah, and because the actual lines there work and are like in line with the character and everything, it's just the delivery of them isn't working. Like, and when she leaves at the end too, that's very clearly written. And to make her sound like she actually hopes he comes with her, but she sounds like she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And then the post credit scene too, like, yeah. 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 Post credit scene version, like she actually has to have a revelation about this. Like, and I was talking about this with red earlier, that this is something she did in original continuity, but it was basically off, like off screen and just like relayed second hand later down the line. Mm -hmm. Like, he never actually gave Wesker the Plagas. Like, he just took it from Krauser's body after, like, his corpse on the island. Yeah. But, and, and, but this, it's like it's an entirely different character right at the end. Yeah, it feels yeah. like, the, but it feels like it was written to have this progressive arc of, like, is Ada going to do the right thing? Is she yeah. going to realize that, hey, if I keep going down this route, pe more people are going to get hurt? Yeah, and the answer the game gives is maybe because you don't know what her emotions are. Yeah, like, like, it, like clearly she's horrified at Wesker going, "We're going to kill billions," and like all this crazy, you know, complete global saturation shit, you know. Mm -hmm. But she also just doesn't sound like she cares. Yeah, but she's also you know telling the the helicopter pilot turn around and like take a different route, like going somewhere else. So it's like I thought we were supposed to say spoiler stuff for later. 
Oh, fuck that. I don't care. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. We're I, already kind of in spoiler territory. It's a, it's a 20 year old game. I'm sorry. What I was satisfied what I was satisfied to see is that we finally got the story for Agent. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that that that's about all I got for Ada. I I just think that like again, do not mean this to insult the actress at all. Do not mean this to insult Lily Gao at all. No. Um I just think that the performance should have been better. Yeah. To reflect the writing, because the writing is very nuanced in her art. And it was very clearly relying on her performance to convey that to make her arc work. And it just kind of fell flat. Yeah. It and which is yeah. a shame. Mm-hmm. I mean, play on Japanese if you want or another language if you know it bothers you so much that you wanna go out on online and be an asshole. You know that right. Leon played by the same guy as Dante. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Which is honestly kind of hilarious because of Tony Redgrave. Yeah. All right. God. Finally, Red uh, dislikes. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me try. I think hey, you guys kind of nailed most of mine. Um, so I kind of have to start nitpicking. I guess. Uh oh. Let me think. Uh, I I had a hard time. On, on the island, namely with the part of destroy the anti-air gun, because I thought I had to get in the bunker it was under and destroy it from underneath or something. So uh, I spent like 20 or 30 goddamn minutes running around that spot looking for a fucking button or some kind of hatch to get up to the guy and shoot him or something. I, I was like so mad. All I had to do was run up the stairs to the left. And I, I would have made it. I spent about three minutes thinking it was like somewhere inside or inside like the thing. And then I realized there was something off to the side. Really, that section just brings to mind my first professional playthrough of the game, which oh, I'll get to that. Yeah, like, like I, I did think of, oh, I'll just go up those stairs. But then as soon as I like opened the door and took one step out, the fucking machine guns annihilated me. So- Okay, so I have to take out the cannon first. Got it. And I, I, it broke me for a couple minutes there. Uh, but I figured it out and I saved Mike's life until the bugs got him. Uh, which <laughs> shout out to Mike, the helicopter pilot. You but you told me what goddamn bar was before you croaked. He's fucking right, God. He's fucking. This is the opposite of Brad. This is the real one. Uh, but um, let's see. Anything else that I didn't like? Uh, uh, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> um, I, you don't like that Leon doesn't have the tactical anymore. Yeah, no, he needed the the tactical turtleneck back. Uh, <laughs> the tactical neck. The tactical neck. Tactical neck. One time, man. So uh let's oh no fucking laser hallway yeah no you know what yes the laser hallway oh i forgot about that yeah i don't care if you guys are like one more god i keep going one more thing but it's like 
I know I said they weren't ashamed of like certain things, but I do think in some senses they were too receptive to mimetic criticisms of the original that you can't get take out Ashley, even though everyone finds her annoying. Fine, whatever. But to listen to the shit about the fucking quick time events, no, give me the fucking laser hallway or give me death. Yeah. I <laughs> also, uh, the minecart section, I, I liked when Leon could walk around those and it was funny, but you know, that, that's a minor thing, man. The new one's cool. Yeah, I love. I just, I just shoot Doctor Salvador in the face like twenty times, and he goes away. I love. I love, I love, like, I love him in this little cart. In this little cart, just waiting. <laughs> this is like, oh, I'm gonna get him this time. I'm gonna get him. Oh God, he shot me. Oh, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna get him. Oh, oh, he hit me again. All right, that's enough about how this is the worst game ever made. Yeah. Because now, how about how it's yeah. the best? Yeah. All right. Um, we should probably just divvy this up by like sections. Um. All right. Let's start with let's start with gameplay first. Um, Game I, night parry, parry, yeah. Nice. Royal card, royal card, royal card. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been saying every time I mention this, and I will say it one more time just to punctuate. If I go back to the original, I will feel a hole in me. Where's my parry? Like, even even on, like, now that I'm playing professional, where it's, like, actually quite difficult to do a knife parry, I still go for it, because it's that fucking cool. It, you can do, it's, like, the most versatile mechanic, because you can, you can, you can parry just someone's fist by cutting off their arm. Oh, like, cut off arm, because, you know, they pay attention to this shit. I mean, the original game was, like, you know, a stickler for details. Like, it was creepy. But it was kind of impressive that they actually like paid attention to Leon's sightline for the stupid panty gimmick. Mm -hmm. Like, like so if you suplex someone, it, it would react like again, creepy, but like technically that's kind of impressive. Mm -hmm. right. Also, if you are complaining about that getting removed, I don't want to you. Uh you but, don't need to just touch grass. You need to go to a whole goddamn forest. I don't even care that the knife has retained the whole durability thing because, like, I just like the knife parry too much. Yeah. And, like, it's so cheap to repair it anyway that it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's just a matter of, like, you can't rely on it for everything because if you do, then you're going to run out of it. Quick, and even then, you find like kitchen knives and boot knives that that are disposable that you can that you can use in place I'm of it. And the bolt thrower, which oh, okay, you know what? That is, I'll go back. That is one of my least favorite things, mainly because I try to use it, I can't. It's actually more, it's more useful on professional where enemies. I don't know if they actually take up more like damage, but it feels like they do, and it helps. Them. And also, I wish it was the mind thrower because I like it sci-fi weapon. Dude, you can attach mines to it, and that's you the know, only time I used it. Oh, I know, I know you can attach mines to it, but I like that the original mind thrower is just completely out of place. And like most of like the weapons that feel out of place in Resident Evil 4 are like shit you get on another playthrough. This is like this is like a whole other ball game, man. Found mm -hmm. a fucking assault rifle in a library by accident. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, apparently, I, saw, I saw that and went, what? Yeah, I Give was me. kind of surprised because, like, I've heard it's not even that good. It can barely, like, actually get apparent. I, I got this from 
reading TV tropes. So, you know, big asterisk there. But apparently it can't even pierce or a generator skin that well, This the assault rifle. I'll it's hard find to say. out in my next playthrough. I'm going it's hard for to a- say because it uses rifle ammo. So, like, and you only get so that to begin with. And yeah. a full clip of assault rifle is 24 bullets. So, and it's it's semi automatic. So, you pull that trigger, it shoots like two or three it's shots. Going. It's going, yeah. 24 is as much rifle ammo as you're ever even going to have at one time, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, just stick with Stingray. Like, I'm going to use it because I'm going for like a tactical themed playthrough where I use all like the cool, like present day weapons. I'm going to go for a classic playthrough where I use like the red nine and like the, you know, bolt action sniper rifle and the pump shotgun. You know, I'm doing my themed playthroughs. See? Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, I'm in the middle of another professional where I spent literally, not figuratively, an actual six hours on the fucking cabin fight. How are you alive? I and, I would just jump in a meat grinder. I couldn't do it. <laughs> and somehow I didn't come out of it hating that section. Like, I, if anything, I kind of appreciate that design because, like, a, a, a good combat encounter is like you know a puzzle in a certain sense. Like, for uh, like the room with the bridge, for example, is essentially a puzzle in how do you like manage how do you like manage all the enemies and keep Ashley in a favorable position. In a room where that is like, like tailor made to separate her from you, mm-hmm. and the and in one of my favorite examples, which is I'm so glad they kept this area because it's it's like not an an encounter with like a lot of attention drawn to it in the original. I'm so glad they kept it. The double Garador hallway, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that. That's a test of how well can you keep on the move while dispatching enemies and you know two particularly strong enemies. I- I love and, that they played up the stealth way more with with the Garador. I love I love yeah. the stealth in general in this game. Like yeah, it's it not the most really well. your, it's not the most in your face mechanic, but like when when you're able to utilize it, it works very well. And yeah, like, I know that like some people have said that the game will just like out of stealth you at some point, but it helps you. It help. It gets you a leg up a lot in certain encounters. Mm-hmm. You can like take out two to three Ganados before they even notice you and go into mm-hmm. an actual encounter. It's funny. I I beat the first Garador like in that in underground dungeon because I, I just beat him in two Magnum shots because I used stealth. Yeah, I I didn't even think to use stealth for some reason. I just tried to brute force it and I made myself miserable until my second playthrough where I realized wait. I'm an idiot and just started crouching everywhere. Because <laughs> they have, you know, like walls of wood. like yeah, And all further, the chains like, hanging from everywhere that alert yeah. it. It's like, which that that's such a smart little you know, bullshit I, thing. I, I like, love... Sorry, you can't even like crank... Sorry, just I want to say like, you can't even like crank the door open because there's two chains hanging right next to it that you constantly hit when you're trying to open like, the fucking door. Something Great. I love is that is that Resident Evil Four inspired games like The Last of Us, and now games like The Last of Us have inspired Resident Evil. 4, yeah, particularly with stealth and with the with the new um, gun swapping mechanic. With the because you know it has like Last of Us has like you know multiple slots on each of the <laughs> on the D pad. <laughs> <laughs> 
got my pistol, my shotgun pistol, my sniper (laughs) pistol, magnum, my bigger magnum, my rocket launcher. All right, Ellie, let's go. Maybe that's why the bolt thrower looks has a bow aesthetic now. (laughs) And and I was talking about like combat as puzzles earlier, and when I went and in regards to the cabin fighting specifically, because I want to get back to that. That puzzle is all about how do you engage with several enemies at close range? How do you mm. act? Like, it's testing you. Can you avoid all of these at once? And you, you really have to buckle down and learn it. And know when to go for it. Know when you're safe to, like, go for an enemy behind another one. Or go for a knife kill. Like, what really got me through it in the end was learning when to kill guys with my knife. Like, mm-hmm. like in those from behind. Like, setting them up for those. Like that is so paramount in that. Though ultimately, what got me through it is realizing I that killing the boar guy wasn't a suggestion; it was a requirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the cabin fight in general in this game, like in the village section, honestly, as a whole, is like obviously again stuff they removed. Like I would like like them to have kept, but ultimately, I don't care because I think the village as a whole is better than the original. I yeah, yeah I agree. The whole lake segment is like they expanded the fuck out of it. And I'm going to I'm going to I just forgot the biggest complaint I have about this entire fucking game. What the fuck did they do to the Red Nine's reload? Kill you. Listen, Red Nine is my baby. I understand. I'm gonna calm down. I, I did not mean that literally. I'm just saying, what the fuck did you do to it? <laughs> That's how I feel about the broken butterflies re- reloading. Yeah, that one I'm much more upset about. Because now mean, he reloads it like a normal human being and not an action <laughs> man. But but everything else is fine. Everything else. To yeah. me, like I get I'm I miss the broken butterflies reload too, but like I you didn't you I didn't break out you you, you don't break out the magnum anywhere m- near as much as you break out the pistol, so no. Mm-hmm. Red, red, nine, red nine and Krauser's knife are all I need. I you can play through the entire game just using red nine, like that is a fact. There's an achievement for that. That's what I've been doing. I've heard. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you told me. I forgot. I've heard some people say that. Oh no, black tail is better now, guys. But I've heard just as many people say, uh, "No, fuck off." It's still the top. Yeah, no. I I tried black tail. I I don't like it. I I use Sentinel nine as my pistol mainly because I unlocked it with pre order. And mm-hmm. it had more ammo and like, like I tried out Red Nine and like I just basically at the point I just I had put more into the Sentinel Nine so I just continued with it. Um, I when sorry. I when I get to my next playthrough, I pro- I will probably because try to go I, for Red Nine. I basically replayed two thirds of the game trying to you know get the Castellans for the Primal Knife. I actually had an opportunity to. I decided the best way to make the most of the, that experience would be to essentially mix up my weapons. And I tried basically most of the weapons. The only ga- weapons I haven't actually used in the game so far are essentially the CBQR assault rifle, because I didn't have enough time to use it, the re- uh, the hand cannon, and the Chicago typewriter. And uh, the black tail was, was definitely more consistent. And I at first I thought, oh, we're this feels better than the Red Nine, but mainly I think that was probably because I was landing more shots. And when I went back to the Red Nine, I was like, "Yeah, no, still the king." Uh, 
Matilda felt pretty good. Uh, generally, like all the weapons feel feel pretty good. I still miss like the old crunchy sound design of like heads exploding and stuff. But mm -hmm. you know, my diehard colors are showing again. You're good. That's supposed to be the fun part. I'm sorry for interrupting it. How this out of it's uh, okay. <laughs> it's all good. Don't worry. Don't worry, man. And like the fact that you find the red nine like on a ship. God, I I hate that I found out about that before I got there because that is the way you find it is so cool. Like that it's just on a like broken ass ship in the middle of the lake and. Yep. Like that that is great. And it's even partially loaded. Like this is a gun people use. Yep. It's great. Just, uh, I love I love this baby. It gets me through everything. I think the only sections that were technically removed were like the gunfighting parts of the factory, which I don't really care about. The factory was kind of a liminal section anyway. Mm -hmm. And the like, underground parts of the island. The dam. Oh, and the ski lifts. Uh, yeah. I do I do miss the ski lifts, but it wasn't mm -hmm. like an integral part yeah. of the experience. Yeah. They also cut U3. They're probably allegedly U3 was sent after Ada, so they're saving that for separate ways, which I was, I mean, I was gonna say, I think they're gonna work it into separate ways, which is the best. Also, also didn't uh fuck, what was the name of I'm gonna be honest right hand again? Verdugo. 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 They cut out Verdugo's second form, right? Wait, didn't didn't Verdugo just have the one form? Well, there was the one in uh, in the island, like underground. Oh, you're thinking about U three? Oh, okay, yeah, that's my fault. Sorry. I mean, really, the the main loss for me from U three is just that whole piece of the cage and whatnot. Yeah. Hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Uh... They could always use those areas just for Ada. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's the plan. I yeah. really, I do also kind of. I'm got okay. Rule for myself: stop talking about thing in the original that I missed. Uh, I one thing I love about this game. Oh my god, there are so many goddamn skips. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. like and, I hope they don't patch any of these out because like oh, they won't. Well, I mean, they're there for a reason. There's skips that are built into the game, essentially. But, like, the ones where they, like, just jank their way through it to, like, get I mean, out of fighting Mendez and the and the I mean, Chainsaw those, Sisters. Those those are cool as shit, but what I love the ones are, the, like, the ones that are specifically built in. Like, I know it's only possible in New Game Plus, but being able to ring the bell. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that shit's gonna become the whole new, did you know, Doki Doki Panic or was Mario Brothers or whatever that shit <laughs> blew my mind mm -hmm. the fact you can use a rocket launcher to get through that mine section uh the fact that you can just throw a fucking egg, golden <laughs> egg throw at golden egg at salazar and you'll fucking <laughs> <laughs> i like to think the reason why is allergic to eggs well i was gonna say well, well it's also greatly set up because you do you find this out you, you don't find this out but like you go back to the throne room to uh to uh um uh do that do that request uh to uh deface his portrait and there's chickens in there and they have eggs so you throw an egg on the portrait and that's oh. foreshadowing for how you can beat him in the in the boss fight. I like I didn't know why they gave me a golden egg in that section, but now I get it. 
And God, now that you've mentioned requests, I was had a whole spiel about forward momentum and how I think it makes it does a lot of backtracking that is kind of results in weird momentum, but I'm talking about positive stuff now. <laughs> yeah. I, I love a lot of the requests that you get from this game. I, like I love kind I'm, of how stupid they are a lot of the time. Like, oh, yeah, kill I mean, some rats. Yeah. Get some rats. rats. Some rats. I'm gonna be honest, the merchant, the merchant is probably planning on stealing the deed and selling the shit out of this castle once this is all oh, done. For certain, oh. for certain. Oh yeah. He's no. here that- to make a profit. Oh yeah, um, no. He's like, get get all these fucking blue medallions out of here. They're they're coming to my scenery. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a resident of the at one point, but like he, I, I he think just... the implication is he's a pirate. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I like that they played into that more. Here. Yeah, I I I do think I, I remember IGN saying he was fine. Like the the guy they got does a good job. It's a uh, yeah. My- I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I recognized him because he was a voice actor in the dub of the third season of Gintama. And I'm not going to start talking about why it's just the third season because that show has a fucked up dubbing history. But he he, he he plays a pretty different character in that. I was surprised to hear it. This is a Canadian dub, apparently, except for Leon's voice actor. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Um. All right. Good thing gameplay-wise. Uh, village section is improved. Uh, I I do like how even though the minecart section isn't re- doesn't have like Leon just standing and jumping between minecarts, it's an <laughs> uncharted set piece now. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you get down to it, RE4 was kind of the original uncharted game. <laughs> oh, it was. It was. It yeah. was. It if any like people say uncharted started like the block game thing. RE4 really kind of like God. started that. God, you say it's uncharted. All I just, in my head now, I'm just thinking of the part where Luis is trying to pull the brake and it snaps off, and he just holds it up there. Like that's ripped straight from fucking Uncharted. I swear it was. God. Yeah, I mean, classic. That's just like a classic slapstick bit. Like I, I it is, see- but it just feels right at home with fucking Nate and Drake. I, I think it's fun that they moved that to here in the game the, the minecart yeah. i think, I it, think it helps good. for a more easy transition to the island yeah speaking of, speaking of that chapter i know i was bitching about the whole quick time event thing but one thing that w- we benefited from losing the quick time events of in this specific instance we fight krauser with the knife yeah, you, get, him. you you play it like a real video game <laughs> Honestly, Memory's broken. The truth comes unspoken. I've even forgotten my name. My name. I that boss fight like very quickly on my first attempt. Actually, like I was like, "Oh, it's over." And I'm gonna be honest. I think I have a curse for this because this happened again with Del Lago on my latest playthrough. You saw Red. I saw. How the fuck did that happen? I like threw eight, eight, eight to ten harpoons in him, and he just got like. Like a cutscene triggers, and I'm like, "Oh, is this like a halfway point? I don't remember this." He just dies. You know, if you're a speedrunner and you're listening to this, you can check my timeline. You'll probably find it in the media section. Uh, I don't know how I did it. It's fucking magic. I mean, Delmar was honestly probably the closest thing. Like, that's like the least changed thing in the game, honestly. Yeah, you you, st- you still get eaten by him if you. 
if you shoot four fish in the lake. I did it. I still haven't told my buddy exactly what happens if if like I still give him <laughs> unlock a costume bit. I, I will I will do that for years I, until he fucking plays the game. I, I guarantee you they legitimately thought about what if you actually do get a reward for shooting in the water this time? <laughs> but, then those, if- but then Delago eats you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we're all pretty unanimous on the village section being better. Uh, in terms of Ashley, gameplay-wise, honestly, okay, really, there was only one part in the game where I really got pissed at Ashley, and it was the catapult section. Yeah, same. Like, because the game just does not know, like, the game doesn't feel like it was, like, this section doesn't feel it was built around the system in place, because, like, no. in the original, it is, like, there's actually a bit of risk-reward there. Like, do you leave Ashley in a single place so you can take the catapult fire, or do you kind of, uh, or do you bring her along with you just in case? to make sure she she's in your line of sight so the ganados don't get her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that can be frustrating in its own right. But in this, like, I know what they were going for with the tight and loose formations, but they're a bit too vague in how close Ashley is to you at a given time to really make this section in particular work. Yeah. I, I do agree. There were, like, three or four times during my playthrough that Ashley got fucking by the catapult and I couldn't do anything to stop it. Yeah. And in some cases, it's actually worse that now she's a two-hit wonder instead of having to manage her health. Yeah. But overall, it's like, it's it's not awful. I And I actually do think it's kind of clever that they put her in a few areas she wasn't in the original game. Like, she wasn't in the hedge maze in the original. No, nah, she right. wasn't. Yeah. Well... Which, since we're on the castle, I love Ashley's section so much. Where you, you got the lantern and the fucking armors are walking around. Like, I love how they built in a skip to that, too. Like, if you know the Yeah, time, if you know the time, you can just go straight to the basement. Oh, well. <laughs> and w- they got me initially, because it was when I was doing my first professional playthrough, they changed it up on me, and I'm, it's like, I'm speedrunning this shit, motherfucker. I'm looking this up. But yep. it is kind of funny that they spring that on you. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, the time can be like, I think it's one of two. It's 11.04 in like standard or below and seven o'clock in hardcore above. Mm. Right. I, that, that's pretty fun. I'll get into this more later when we talk about 11.04 is like a oh. reference to Silent Hill 2 or something. Like that's the time a clock is set to in a puzzle in that game. This is the best game ever made. <laughs> I could be wrong on that. I just got it off of Twitter. It's the best game ever made. I, I will I will talk about this later when we get to character, but I do I do like that that section made it scary because they played up that Ashley is a very nice and innocent person. Yeah. Like so when, when you're playing as her and she's in danger and she's like fearing for her life and like kind of crying and screaming, it feels visceral and it's actually does- really scary. It does feel pretty visceral. It does feel kind of on rails in a way that the original wasn't, but the original... I'm going to be honest. The the Ashley section is basically, I think, where I stopped playing Resident Evil 4 VR, which is a fantastic VR experience, by the way, but 
I don't know. The Ashley section in that can be very scary, but it also it feels more tedious than this one, especially mm -hmm. on replays. Yeah. I'm, I do miss that she can't suplex things, though, but that is like a nitpick of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, like, it was just some glitch built into the whole her and Leon sharing certain properties sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it I wasn't even, like, like, supposed to be a mechanic. It just happened. Yeah. I do, one thing I like about the request system, even though I was kind of dogging on it earlier and while we're talking about improvements, is I do like the bonus bosses. Those are fun. Yeah, I love yeah. the, the fucking golden armor. That one's that's a fucking Dark Souls boss. I love it. I, I love the dog because it's like, this is basically the dog. It's not, I, I'm going to clarify, I don't think it's the same dog that you've been with, but it's like that dog if it were a Plagueis dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's that dog. Oh no, it's that dog. <laughs> and I like how they build it up too because, you know, you're going back to that place for like the attic and shit. Like, yeah. like, even if you get you, to read like Mendez's backstory and shit, and also I, like Lewis's, I think. Yeah, because yeah, is isn't he related to Mendez? I think like they like I don't know if he's related to Mendez. I'll have to reread it. But that his backstory, like his yeah, his family name, his full name is Luis Serra Navarro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that house is about him. Like that house yeah. has a story in it. I I, I liked all the requests just because I mean. Blue medallions, fun. I like. I like. I like this. Like, let's be real. A lot. It was kind of weird in the original. How there was the side quest, mm -hmm. and it, yeah, you were going to just sell anyway. Yeah. So it is. It's very nice. That I I love backtracking in survival horror. It's one of my favorite things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I if you love Metroid Prime as much as Red does. I I need to. I bought Metroid. I will get around to playing it You're once I get a pro controller. I will send one to you. Thank you. You will um, play that game. <laughs> and island section, they real like the island section feels like like a fucking war zone at times. Like oh they yeah, no, really they overhauled it. Like it's not that scary in a lot of places but it is like high octane shit and they lean into that and it's great like, the regenerators were always creep creepy in the original oh, but God. like they're, they're a nightmare <laughs> they <laughs> shoot out tendril arms at you like okay in the original and this is something i've ha noticed a lot of people say in the original the regenerators are eminently manageable once you know what their deal is like even without mm. Radar scope. Once you know it, how they work, you can actually pretty reliably kill them with like what you have on hand, just so long as you're getting a good am ammunition spread out there. But in this, like, like, and that's because they move very slowly most of the time. And but here, these guys can like D they're oh running, <laughs> yeah, and like they're coming for you. They're slithering they around. They have a lot of burst movement. It's and if you, sorry, go ahead, and. It no, no, no. It, it's insane because, like, it is literally like they went back to the drawing board and thought, okay, what they like, they seriously considered what might people, what might keep people from thinking of the regenerators as scary. And, like, they thought they legitimately went back to the drawing board and thought about how they can make it scary again. Mm -hmm. Like, 
because it has that thing where it's like if there sometimes if you like you you shoot all the parasites on it, it falls down gets back up and becomes the fucking porcupine one it becomes and, the iron maiden yeah one it becomes the, the iron maiden and you of, have to just deal with that one of the most nail-biting moments of my professional essentially speedrun playthrough was the big war zone section with mike is a gauntlet i played that so mm-hmm. many times and was getting really frustrated don't know if it was six hours but it was pretty long and i and then i realized the section right after that is the is like the section where you have to race to the door and roll under it while avoiding two regenerators mm-hmm. and, and i had to like i didn't know if this would even work but i maneuvered myself around the body bag so as not to disturb any of them and that and i had and just get the winch roll out etc and i succeeded you can actually get through there without triggering the regenerators but that was the tensest it's ever been for me. That like, shit freaked me the fuck out. Yep. Like the original, if you know what you're doing, like the regenerators are a couple rifle bullets wasted. In this, they will fucking hunt you down, and two of them is a practically a death sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> when they become the animated one, they have like one spot, but you gotta get it. You gotta get it just right, because if you don't, then you're fucked. They'll You're just done. keep like exploding and hitting you. With it takes mm-hmm. a lot of bullets to get to penetrate to that weak point. You mm-hmm. know? Like they, uh, like I think the tentacle arms are like just the scariest, one of the scariest. Like they, it's hard to they able just to grab them. you and pull you in. Yeah, can just, oh fuck! I I want to believe. No, I'm gonna get into this. No, I I feel like if I save it for later, I'm gonna forget about it now. Um. I'll just say, you know, favorite thing. These remakes have tied together the world so much better. Yes. Mainly because, like, so this is getting into story territory and character territory. But I mean, we can we can transition because honestly, yeah, actually, we're yeah, all in consensus about gameplay good. Like, yeah. even though there aren't like straight improvements, like in my opinion, the castle section, even those are still, still like, really good like, sections. I yeah. also section in the castle where you can skip by just chucking a fucking grenade at that guy before the yeah. cuts. I saw that tweet from fucking Spearheart. I lost my shit. <laughs> you just throw a grenade at the guy that's about to lower the bridge and it won't. I'm not touching that. Go ahead, man. Oh, God. But, uh... I mean, there are so many little details we can pick apart. Like, I love, like, the entire village section in general, like, the first few chapters, like, almost feels like a primer for just how different things are going to be. Like, I love that when you, like, you get out of the factory and you buy the sniper rifle and then you walk into, like, that whole big, like, boardwalk section, like, from the top down. Mm -hmm. And And to me, the moment I knew I was probably going to love this game is... When I get out of that hole, like, when I get back from, like, the village chief's mansion, I get go back into the main village square, and then I go into the village square, and then the tower fucking explodes, a bunch of dogs are there, I try to escape to the right because I know that there's a passage to the right that will probably get me there, uh, but both of my ways through there are cut off. And then I try and go through the one way that's available 
there's a fucking bear trap there. Mm-hmm. And the bear traps. Oh my god! Yeah, we didn't even talk about the motherfucker. I, they were having a ball day. They were having a fun I, ball with that. I love they, them. They're the bane of my existence, but I love them. And at some point, someone was playtesting this, and they realized we can't make these things da- do damage anymore. They're falling for them too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. They're they're more abundant now. So it's like, like, like fu- the other day I was playing, you know, I fucking like, I'm, I'm going to walk up on this fucking like Ganado and like kill her. I fucking step right in the bear trap and she runs over and hits me with the ax. I kill her. It's like, all right, good job, Leon. Let's keep going. I immediately step in another fucking bear trap. <laughs> Every time I've started a new game, I fall for the first fucking bear trap. Every time. Mm-hmm. It is. It is, and like then I learn, oh, they can set up bear traps, and you eventually you just start learning so much about the enemy AI. Like you know that cabin section six hour thing. One thing I noticed without fail is that whenever like a Plagas guy spawns and he gets led to the stairs, he'll just stand there. Yup. He'll just he'll stand. There, like okay, you want to go downstairs, motherfucker? Good luck. <laughs> And the the plug is in the the, the ganados in these games are vicious. They do mm-hmm. as many fucking pincer attacks as possible. Cut off all the routes that you can escape through. It's insane. Like these people know the layout of the land, and you don't. Mm-hmm. Nope. Like I even remember that Mendez basically tells them at one point to just fortify the shit out of this area. Yeah. The, these guys are ready for war. They, like, like you really get the feeling that you're going up against a bunch of people who know an unfamiliar term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Al, right. uh, oh, you mentioned, like, the the world is way more connected now in the remakes yeah. than before. The like is that the lake is expanded to also encompass the house where you find Lewis. I also like that neat little subversion that it's like a Ganado banging instead of Lewis like hiding in a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Little stuff like that. This is nice. Mm-hmm. Like, do we have any more thoughts on gameplay before we... Uh, I, I know I went off on that whole other spiel, but I think I'm good now. Yeah, I, I think I'm... Game yeah, is I think good. I'm all set. If, you're, if right. you're one of those guys who doesn't care about story in games, uh, you know... Game's good. Great third-person shooter. Very few notes. Yeah. <laughs> nice yeah. pair. Nice, nice pair. But uh, yeah, like just just a little transitional thing uh, to go over the story. The world is great because, like, these remakes especially have tied things so well. Um, because you know, like. You have well, I mean, Nemesis, Nemesis in uh, in RE3 remake. They specifically talk about how he was based off of Plagueis. Like yeah, they, I, they, I was gonna say, I love Luis was on the team that made Nemesis. Yeah, they make it explicitly clear that Luis was Umbrella Agent. I didn't even know that from the original game. It I probably wasn't in the original. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that this is like just Western localized translation or localization being weird because. Some stuff about the original Western version is weird. Like, I know that English audio was recorded first, but stuff like 
Leon saying, oh, you're working for Wesker, Ada, is kind of like he's not supposed to know that. So I don't know exactly what this is supposed to indicate. But mm -hmm. Louis says he's a cop in the original, and that's pretty clearly a lie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it, Louise was the one that suffered the most from the original's like strange development in terms of the story because he mm -hmm. was clearly supposed to be more, and instead he's the guy that shows up like three times and then gets stabbed by Sa Sadler's big penis. Don't get me wrong; he's funny. He's funny when he appears. And he, honestly, he's a foot. He's the funny man, but and he, he was and supposed honestly, to be more than that. So disposable in and of itself is kind of like there's literally a cutscene where he's like, "Oh, hey, Leon, I have something for you." Oh, wait, I gotta go back and get it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Leon, I found the thing. Oh, cool. Where is it? I don't know. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do recall that being sort of tied into what Ada was doing, but that's not really apparent when you're sat down and playing Resident Evil 4, which at one point did not have the Ada content. Yeah, that was with the PS2, right? When I, yeah. when I jumped over there? Yeah. Remember, GameCube exclusive. Only for GameCube. <laughs> Only for GameCube. Yeah. Only for GameCube. I will cut off my own head if it's not a... If ever leaves the GameCube. <laughs> so Mikami, Mikami, please don't. But, Mikami, but, but yeah, no, here, like, they make abundantly clear that Lou... Yeah, he, he is a bit of a, a bit of a shithead, but he's also... Ex he is genuinely, like, extremely guilty. Feels extremely guilty for all this. But I'll save that for a sec, because I want to talk about the... Like, you have, you know... Stuff, umbrellas stuff with the with the T virus and the, and the G virus, you know, it, stuff with Tyrant leads to Nemesis, which is based off of Plogus, and then Plogus bosses here have the same orange eyes that the G monsters do, and mm -hmm. it's like, and it's because you umbrella like, and you can in the connection like Umbrella worked here too with with Plogus and shit like. Oh, and and then you you take eight into the equation of like they're also kind of working with like the mold and shit, like trying to replicate all that crazy shit. Yeah, like because like, like Lady D was one hundred percent the inspiration for the tyrant. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Because Spencer, he he, like as we read in eight, he went there he, when he was still a student, and he was inspired to create Umbrella from that. Like, say, so, man, that's a cool logo. I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> Literally, I'm not really a Resident Evil lore guy. I mean, let's be real here. I'm the guy who's going to bat for a lot of the stupid shit in this game. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fine. It it should be bat for because it's great. You know, if if that's your bag, you know, no judgment, and it's cool. Like the idea that like all of it is kind of interconnected and planned out now is honestly really awesome and. Part of it, honestly, okay, I've had this sort of weird headcanon, like, it, it, it is basically a headcanon that Leon, basically, RE4 Remake is more or less how it happened, with some ridiculous stuff, you know, like Leon's flipping and whatnot, and some of the weird one-liners, like, I remember, like, one time when he, you're going on the cart, Ashley's like, uh, do you get motion sick? And Leon's like, you're about to find out, and I'm just like, who talks like that? <laughs> So, it's so threatening. Are you like, going to vomit on her? Like, like what are you saying, I, Leon? Like, to me, RE4 make is how all this went down. Original RE4 is how Leon told it. Yes. 
Yes, yes. Like, oh, yeah, no. I was uh, in a cabin fighting off monsters, and they all backed off. And <laughs> there, was anno- there was this annoying girl who, who asked me to fuck her at the end. There was no clear implication for that at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy, Louise, he died or some shit. I don't know. I was in laser hallway and I did a bunch of sick flip. I did a giant backflip over this big laser wall that was going to cut me into little pieces like that one movie. God. <laughs> I no. mean, can we can we get it? Can I get into Leon actually? Yes, please. Go I have ahead. a lot I have a lot to say about Leon. Um so Leon like Leon and Ethan are my two favorite Resident Evil characters completely. Mm-hmm. Like Ethan- Leon's my personal favorite, yeah. but that again, v- big bias. Big. Well, hey, don't worry, we both have that same bias. Um, but like, I specifically loved RE2 remake Leon because, again, he he was just a dude. He was just a dude there, and I am ju- I am ju- I am just standing here. <laughs> 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 but but yeah but like he's just a regular dude who goes through all this shit like not only like all this trauma of like you know zombie outbreak losing people but also with you know like ada manipulating him and shit and like, losing her at the end and then here you know, like and i'm glad they kept this the thing of like he was forced to join this government program without a choice he was sent on a bunch of more than likely missions that broke the Geneva Conventions and quite a few quite a few and he is so like they play up even more here how he is clearly exhausted like he you can see it in his eyes especially like not just because of the dark circles but his just his eyes in general yeah like you can see he is tired he's done with this he's done with this bio bullshit yeah, does, does look a bit gaunt in original RE4, but everyone looks a bit gaunt in original RE4. Yeah, and like, but but here it's just he like he looks a, like he he his body is in shape. Obviously, he's a, he's a man. <laughs> he's a he's a perfect man. Like he just feels constantly tired. Like, and this reflects in lines like uh, whenever like like when when a. Uh, you're go in chapter one when he's like uh you no know, going through the forest um and they drop they try to drop a rock on him and he backflips and he says oh give me a break like like it's <laughs> funny but when you think about it, it's like oh god he actually really means that really yeah, it, tired yeah i i made the comparison like off the podcast before but it it's like into the Spider Verse with like Blonde Peter when he's fighting like all the dudes in the part of in the collider. He just goes, "I'm so tired," mm-hmm. you know. That, like you know, you get the Christmas song where he has an entire like existential <laughs> meltdown. He has a mental breakdown, and it's funny, but it's also really sad. It's like, so depressing. It's like holy shit, dude. Are and okay? it puts and you know Leon and Leon and Ari too. I remember like watching a video very recently that was like kind of H bomber guy style takedown of RE2, which I don't agree with whatsoever. But one thing that stuck with me was they were talking about changes to the section with uh, 
with the journalist and like how Leon's kind of a dick for like trying to go to the police station, like the police chief to get him free. But like, let's be real. If you came across a guy saying, Hey, let me out of here. I was only here. Cause I had dirt on the police chief. You'd probably be a bit skeptical. Yeah. And also Leon's very naive in. Yeah. Like what, what possible dirt could you have on the beloved chief Brian Irons? Oh, Oh, oh no! <laughs> and him and Ari. Never mind. Like, Leon is naive in Ari too, but he's like you know with the whole girlfriend thing gone, he's less of a lovesick puppy. And here, like, he actually feels a bit more jaded in regards to Ada too. Mm-hmm. Which and I, and I do like how they don't lean too far into it to the point where it's like he totally hates her now. Yeah, like. He he very clearly is happy that she's a, like at at the end of their first scene together. He has this look that like I swear to God just looked like a reaction he had from Ari too, like just this little like scoff he did after she went out the window, and like you can you can tell like he like just like her he has these emotions buried down, but he only he's able to realize like at the end when they go there separate ways um they like (laughs) he says it he says it he He does he does but like he's the only one who's able to see like he like he part of him probably wants to but he's like i can't do this if you're going to just keep doing shit like this like you can't you can't come ask me to after you manipulate me and are going to take whatever the fuck to do to whomever the fuck so they can do whatever the fuck with like and and i i like that that extension of it of his arc for me. i i also like the stuff with him talking about how tired he is it puts a whole new light into his jokes because it's I a coping think mechanism it's a coping mechanism yeah like he does it and my head canon is like you Here's could, my head. You could read into the original that, like, yeah, he became jaded after RE2, but that was like, that was, I, I do think that was at least slightly an intended implication, but he's such a weirdo in the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that it doesn't land, it's that it feels like a weird evolution in that specific case. Yeah. But here, it feels like he is just trying his best to make it through this and is only and the only way I can do it is to pretend to be a hero. This is my headcanon. This is my headcanon. Leon loved action movies growing up. Like he loved those like 80s and 90s action with you know Stallone and Schwarzenegger where they had one-liners at the wazoo. Might have been one of the reasons why he wanted so he could he could be a cool dude like that. And then all this went down the way it did. And here I, I like my head canon is like he does it. The only way he can get through a situation like this is if he just acts like he's in an action movie. Yeah. Like popping off. He's become Demolition Man. He does. Chris and Jill, they are action movie heroes. These are people who are in like an elite unit that Umbrella basically assembled so that they could test their big bad bioweapons against. Leon is a guy who was essentially forced to become one by circumstance. Yeah. 
he, and he wasn't supposed to be big action hero man he was just a cop and like he and he in re4 remake the only way he can get through any situation like that is to just pretend to be that because yep. like like even if it's just to make himself like it it, it i i really like that because it adds like it it adds an emotional depth to him that i really appreciate and again, was it necessary? No, it wasn't necessary. But but it's still I, really cool. I appreciate it because Leon's my like alongside Ethan, my favorite RE character. And I think I I I think they did a good job at showing the arc of him trying to rectify his trauma over Raccoon City without it being like overt, like 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 you know, the whole uh hallucination part where like he's carrying Ashley trying to get to the surgery room to get the Plagas out. I do like and, how that ends with like the little gameplay prompt. That was that was neat. I, I mm. love games do stuff like that. Yeah, that was great. And I I didn't sell Luis's key when I got to the end of the game, like for just to like get that little bit of money to upgrade my gun. No, I was keeping Luis's key. <laughs> Leon, Leon carries it on necklace. <laughs> he, he puts in L plus L. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, who needs uh, Ada? Exactly. Who I needs mean, Ashley? I don't really know if there... There's probably like a theme to this whole game that I could probably ruminate on if I thought about it hard enough. I just need to do a little more thinking, maybe another professional playthrough. <laughs> there you I'll go. Do it. Those six hours in the cabin. I do I I do I do think Leon like is improved as a dramatic character in this game, like you said. Like they threaded the neat like a like I said, they threaded the needle of what was at first subtext, and they did a good job of making it text without hammering it home too much and conveying a lot of it through, you know, you know, detail. Just yeah. Detail. Like and we don't have a scene of Leon explaining his backstory and motivation to Ashley. Like we don't we don't have that because he would he wouldn't say like, that. But, all you have. Yeah. He has to say is it has to be different this time. Yeah, yep. and like, yeah, he did get out of raccoon and player and share your life, but he lost Marvin. He thought he lost Ada, and also the entire city blew up. He didn't. He didn't do his job in his mind. He didn't do his job. Yeah. Like and this time, only the entire island blew up. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Huh? Guess- you know, maybe things weren't so different this time. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe if I like, like grinded enough, the message will become Leon accepting loss in some regard. We'll, 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 we'll workshop that. We'll there, work. There, there is a theme about change. About like, can people change? It can't. Like, you can't change the past. So all you can do is try to make things right now. You can't change the past, but you can change yourself. You can oh. change yourself, yeah. Yep, that that's yes. Louise's entire character. Yeah. Oh God! Now you, you know what? That's the theme. Now we're working with that, and that's. A, huh, do you want to? Very... We could segue to Louise from that, or we could talk about Ashley. 
I really want to talk about that. Does, does anyone have other thoughts? Like, no, I, I'm going to be cool. honest. You basically took up, all, you bought all the real estate on Leon, and you know, good, good. <laughs> yeah, no, you. That was that was really good. Yeah, oh, boy. Okay. Oh, my oh. my other thing. How does his hair work? How it's magic? How, how does his hair color work? It doesn't make it's sense. <laughs> it, you, you blink one minute, it's brown. Then it's blonde. Then it's like gray blonde. And then you blink again, it's fucking orange. It's like the dress. It's like the fucking <laughs> black and black and blue. Is it blue and, and black or white and gold? All right. It's way Western man. Ashley, Ashley, uh, Leon. Ashley. Okay, so I know I was kind of like being a bit critical of Ashley for not being for not being, you know, as spoiled and because I thought, you know, that's a fun dynamic. But one thing about this game and this kind of went neglected in the gameplay section, but I'll talk about it a bit here. One of the things that the original game kind of dropped the ball on for the most part was really hammering home the whole of, oh, shit, we have a plot. We have a bug in us. Mm-hmm. And like Ashley, like they like in Ashley's case in particular, they really like nail how someone would probably feel in that situation. Like mm-hmm. they're the only time where Ashley seriously like has a like feels at all, you know, <clears throat> like a person reacting to that situation. Are you okay, Ashley? I'm fine. Ah! <laughs> Which. To be fair, is hilarious. Resident Evil 4 original is a supreme comedy horror game, but this is more of like an actual character. Mm-hmm. And I can I can bitch all I want about how I think that original aspect of her personality is still worthwhile, but this is like, you know, this is actually something to work with with meat on its bones. Mm-hmm. I have to give it praise for that. Yeah, I my favorite thing about Ashley and the like is I love I love the banter that they have actual banter when they like go through the the village and the castle and stuff. Like also, you know, <laughs> the parts where she's very much trying to flirt with him and he just don't get it. <laughs> he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. Okay. This is this is me putting on my tinfoil conspiracy hat, but with the fact that she's talking about becoming an agent, I'm thinking, oh god, are they gonna put her in RE9? Is she the protagonist? I'd be okay with that. I would be okay with that. What, but if RE9, if we're going by real time, what would she be like? She would be like 40, actually. Like, oh yeah, no, she, 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 Leon's gonna be an old man in a wheelchair, rocking that emo haircut. <laughs> it's gonna be all gray, it's like- balding but it's still good he has a is a big bald spot and it's just maybe it's comic book rules i don't fucking know <laughs> but but then you you find a play as him and he gets even from his wheelchair he's still doing roundhouse kicks and shit <laughs> <laughs> he just spins the chair oh, uh, one more thing melee attacks you can do suplexes before the castle now awesome it's great. It's very, it's very easy to do suplexes. Uh, I love. It. And while we're on the subject of that thing I mentioned about gameplay earlier, I'm glad they actually implemented. Oh, these guys have a bug in them into gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's only for one enemy, but it's cool. It's neat. They remembered it, and by the time that enemy is done away with, 
uh, like, you know, they're at a point where they're about to get rid of the bug anyway. It's neat. It is. It's very good. I, I, I like, I love that they really hammered home how, how much it seemingly hurt to have a bug in you that makes you bleed, that makes you cough up blood. Like, and honestly, how you got you got a big ass bug crawling on blah, 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 in your lungs. This like, is also, it's also a way better way of introducing Sadler because in the original, it's just like, oh, hello, I'm here now. I'm not gonna do anything. Just you know, I'm gonna tell also, you my. Uh, here's my plan. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, here's my plan. And I know, I think there is a reason why, like, he can't just let Ashley go home or whatever. But it's it's not very well communicated. It's not very well communicated at all. If there, right. if it is even there, and having him just like be a vision from the plug is, is such a genius way of introducing him at yeah. that point mm -hmm. without actually contriving him to. Oh, he's just here now and he does nothing. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, ha having him be a vision in Plagas, which, can I say, scared the fuck out of me because I was not prepared for his voice to appear in my controller. <laughs> like, like I'm just playing the game. Oh, and then I, At least I, for I, me I, on my settings, that's what I, happened. I used headphones for my playthrough, so oh, like, okay. I guess that's why. But like, yeah, no, in my cool. settings, like... Uh, Sadler's visions and the codec calls all come out of the controller. So, like, I'm just playing the game, and all of a sudden, I hear fucking Palpatine speaking to me through the, the <laughs> dual sense. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and we, we were supposed to be talking about Ashley. But yeah, so, yeah, Ashley. Right. I, I really liked the changes to her. But I, I, like, I think that they, like, they, they made you want to protect her and i think that's a that's a very because that that does play up the horror aspect too of like I do oh fuck. That, now that you mention it i mean now that you mention it yeah ashley she is a character that makes you like feel like say what you will about that whole all that bullshit i was talking about and the dislikes <laughs> one one benefit of characterizing her like this makes you want to you know really feel for her that she's she's afraid she she doesn't she she's been kidnapped she's in a foreign country and she's suffering from like bug disease and you know <laughs> you want to help her like she's a character who by her you know just very disposition inspires sympathy whereas you know with old ashley that was a bit of a harder sell mm -hmm. like it like when you'd save Ashley in the original, it was so Sandy Cheeks would stop screaming Leon help. I'm gonna be and honest, it didn't it didn't annoy me that much, but you know, I've I've I I love the original so much I could start my own cult around it. <laughs> I I exaggerate I I exaggerate for the joke, but it like when when it same lines played over, over and over and over again. Wow, it's just like eh but I digress, but like, but here it's like you have emotional connection, you have investments into like story and character. Not saying you don't in the original. I'm I'm saying like they they do they they go deeper into it to really try to like make it feel like a more visceral experience. Like shit, this is a person who does not. Do 
any of this to be here, who's literally only here because she's the daughter of a politician. She's a daughter of Mr. President. And Joel Biden. Joel I love, Biden. love how they have her little broken phone nearby, and it's like... It's a, it's a pink Motorola Razor. I love it. And, you know, honestly, she Ashley kind of got the best deal from the outfits. I do love they're kind of hard sells, but with Ashley, they kind of nailed the DLC outfits. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I, I love the mod of like emo Ashley with the My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Show. <laughs> like that. That's all she needed. She's perfect now. I, I, I that I, is I, the president's daughter in two thousand four. <laughs> yes. She definitely benefits them. I, I actually think she does. The romantic quote unquote outfit also looks better on her than it does on Leon. I don't know. Maybe if you role play it, that's what the cult puts her in when they're doing the ceremony or some shit. I don't know. Some people, I-, I like to, you know, change up costumes based on story context. If I'm playing an RPG and they have winter outfits and I'm going through the ice section, that's what I put them in. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I do like Leon's stupid monster hunter outfit and the villain outfit. I play that exclusively with the face guard because it reminds me of winter. A winter soldier, like the 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 villain outfit, the one with like the black hair and like, yeah. Black. I was like, gonna say it, it reminds me of Kylo Ren. Oh God, it reminds me of V. Who is Kylo Ren? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't know. With the face guard accessory specifically, it reminds me of like Winter Soldier from the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Ashley, uh, uh, cool. Do you, have, do you have anything to say, Red? She's cool. I like. Okay. I just, I, just I like it. that she has a strength to her throughout the like throughout the story more. Like I love the moments like like I love the moment where she's like horrified when she gets fucking possessed by Sadler. Um, that was great, and she shoots the two dudes instead of instead of Leo. Oh no, I was talking about before. I was talking about before oh. when she grabs a knife and she. Oh like, yeah, that too. Neck. That's all. Oh. Temperance child, like that was that was really good. Oh. Things I and, love about that scene is if you plant plant if you look at the actual map and look at where she is, where she goes in that situation makes perfect sense if you look at the map. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like they actually thought about like, oh, she would go here, and the door is locked from the other side, so she can't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, like they 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 actually put some thought into that, which is yeah, like, like she. And it makes sense that she's horrified because, she, like, she's only known Leon for like two hours, but she's like, she the thought of like hurting him horrifies her because he's like trying to help her, obviously. But like, no, it's it's nice depth, emotional depth and stuff, and a little like heart to heart they both have, like him, like reassuring her that they're gonna they're gonna get out of here, they're gonna beat this, and then that leading to what you're talking about, Brian, the scene where Sadler controls her and gets her to shoot to try to shoot at Leon, but she resists enough to shoot the, the two guys first before yeah. shooting Leon. And, the, like that. and then Leon, the fucking luckiest man on the planet, his gun jams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, she dropped, I, like... Actually been... Someone... Another thing I've heard through the grapevine is that that's actually how that gun works. If you fire it improperly, it'll just jam. Yep, yep. if you don't that's handle cool. it exactly right, that type of gun will jam up very easily. 
So that's like, cool. That's because, awesome. And Ashley's some and fucking is the president's daughter in 2004. She don't know what a gun <laughs> is yet. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be frank. If there are some guys who know about guns, it's the people who make Resident Evil because they are obsessed with. They guns. know guns. They do. <laughs> Kendo is a developer. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna delve too much into this, but Barry Burton is, in fact, a literal member of the. He, he's the good one. <laughs> I it's mean, okay. he, he's done service by killing zombies. I'll, I'll give he, him. He, he's a sleeper agent. He's he's in there to to uh, <laughs> when 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 the time comes for the revolution to start, he will be on our side. <laughs> It'll happen. It's okay. um, but yeah, um, I have this. <laughs> wow, you're reminded of patience too now. I never get over that scene. It's so good. Uh, I mean, Dad, where are you going? Don't worry about me. I have this. I, like uh, Revelations Two was kind of billed as a Claire and Barry game, but it's really just a game. It's Barry's game. Yeah. <laughs> it's my man. It's actually not, not. It's actually probably one of the better stories in the franchise up to this up to this point. Actually, uh. But we're talking. Uh, we're still talking about Ashley. Ah. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. But well, Ashley is the gateway to everyone in this game. Yeah. It, yeah, she makes me hope that if they remake any future games, that she will show up. Because let her be in six. Let her be in like. Why we is Leon with, sorry, with, six. With, with with like some random person in his wow. game? Having to be with Ashley. We have to go to the church, and then I'm going to tell you everything. We have to go to the basement of the church, and I'll tell you what's going on. We have to go to this lab in our church. Help me get my sister out of here, and I will tell you what is going on. I swear this time I'm telling the truth. Lena is such a funny fucking character. I hate her. Worse. Yeah, they could take a if there's anything good that came out of that game, it's that's basically where like most of the cast of Critical met each other and started. That I, is true. I just, of course, because I'm actually something of an RE6 apology. Again, not a good game. I, I had fun with it though. It is. It is. There is fun to be had in that game. It is fun, funny to me though that Leon's campaign actually accomplishes very little in the actual grand scheme of the plot. Oh yeah, he doesn't do anything. Like, he like, kills Simmons, I guess. He just kills the T-Rex, and that's it. Yeah. Chris blows up a place, I think. I Chris like- and his boyfriend blow up shit. And then and, and Jake. I, hon- I honestly kind of dig Jake, if only because I get you come with him. I just refuse to entertain the idea of Wesker knowing what sex is. <laughs> Wesker? No, I, the, the, the weird thing about Wesker fucking to me is, like, he would have to wait until after the genocide to start fucking, because that way he'd know who he's fucking, you know, pure genes or whatever. Exactly. Also, it's not Chris, so what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Doing but- it wrong. Yeah, I, it is worth my something I do need to mention. Voice actors, great. Nick yeah. Apostolides as Leon is yeah. my favorite Leon. 
I've been looking on uh, uh, behind the voice actors like during during this. It seems like pretty much everyone in this cast. This is like one of their first roles. Like mm-hmm. allegedly, uh, I heard in an interview back in February. I think mm-hmm. Leon voice actor Nick Apostolides was actually like in preparation for RE4, not even when it was actually confirmed, I think. Uh, again, secondhand information. He apparently confirmed that he had been like doing like sessions with Paul Mercier to get the voice down. That's awesome. Like... And I, they're two very different characters, but I think like having that context helped. Mm-hmm. Like he, his voice sounded great. In the, like he, like it, like not just it being a lot deeper, but there were some times where he did pretty similar to him and like, i actually thought maybe it's a different actor I, it could be either or but no it is the same nick nick, nick apostolides was in re2 and the fact that he, they were able to nail that transition from re2 to re4 making it sound distinct it, it, it's great it's a perfect tonal balance for him it sounds like a baby in re2 now when i look right yeah he does <laughs> I'll be right back in one second. I gotta go check on something. Oh, you're good. Um, Genevieve Beckner as Ashley was fantastic. Um, Andre Pena, who this was his first big game role. Is that Luis? Yeah, that's Luis. Oh, God, we gotta talk about Luis soon. Yeah, I genuinely wouldn't have known that that was his first role. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. Christopher He's- Janus Sadler was awesome, too. I want to gush about Luis's act. He steals the show in every scene he's in. He does. He is so good. He, like, I love Reno Romano, and he he he's a fucking funny Lewis, but this guy, oh yeah, like mm-hmm. you, you gotta give him a clap. Like, mm-hmm. All right, I'm back. Oh. you get? We're, we're starting to talk about Luis. Uh, I okay, think the boy. We kind of talked about Ada and her nuances earlier, so. Can we can we essentially treat that as off as uh, checked off? Yeah, yeah, that's checked off. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Luis, Luis is. I remember watching Yahtzee's vi- vi- video about the reforming, and I just got to say, Yahtzee, if you can't take the knife being breakable, it's a skill issue. Uh, <laughs> but even he agreed that of all the things that he thought didn't need improving in the game. He thought he thought Luis was better in this mission. And mm-hmm. the only guy who I've seen not echo that opinion is that one weird guy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah. I did see that oh, person. Weird guy on Twitter. Because, like, I don't know if I've... Like, it's pretty much unanimous from what I've seen. Luis is just better in this game. No call. Yeah. No, he's just better. No asterisks. No buts. No, like... Oh, but there was one slight thing I wish they did different. No, no. he's just better. Mm-hmm. Like he, like just he, his motives are a little clearer. Like he, like he's working with Ada just so he can get out because he wants to leave this fucking village. He, I mean, he wants to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Mendes. I mean, it's horrifying. But, like, there's a neat arc with him where, like, is he actually genuinely trying to help? Is he going to fucking backstab you? And then it turns out 
no, he is actually trying to help you. And I like, I remember seeing him in the trailers and thinking that it was kind of weird that he, they made him look kind of ratty and suspicious. And I'm like, what am I talking about? Like, this is a shady ass character. If you, like just here, like, Oh, I'm a cop. He runs off at the first sign of trouble, like after Leon helps him. And he just kind of pops in and out of the whole thing, not really explaining much. He's a, like, if you get past the fact that he's, you know, he's pretty, he's kind of handsome and a smooth talker, he's really shady in the original. Mm-hmm. And he, and now he kind of looks appropriately shady, but he's also kind of charismatic, too. I he's love, very charismatic, yeah. Lo- you know, I love how they change the, like, scene where he and Le- Leon are in, like, in prison. And, like, and, like, not just, and I want to take a second to compliment the choreography of that scene because holy shit one oh my of my god it's so good capcom is really ahead of the game for is like stunt work mm-hmm. like because c- the stunt work they get for for these games is off the rails like not just when leon is doing sick flips but one example that comes to mind is when leon is in the cage at the end of i believe chapter 10 or chapter mm-hmm. And he just does the whole knife maneuver. And I love the whole dance they do with the chain. That is amazing. It's so good. You it's so good. Fucking just break the guy's neck with it. Oh my God. It was so good. Like, yeah. it just, God, what? Like even, like, even as far back as like original RE4, even some of like the more divisive RE games, five and six, this is like a consistently strong thing they've had. Yes. Mm-hmm. It it just keeps getting better, I think. Like every time. I I loved the I loved the banter he and Leon had because Leon, like from from the get Leon when they first meet, like or when they're first tied up together, he's like it's changed. He's not saying anything. He's not giving anything away because this is a secret operation. Like you yeah. can't like and then and then Luis like you know says he's looking for someone. And then that gets his interest, and then Luis like escapes, and and Leon's just super suspicious of him, and it's only confirmed when Hunnigan tells him that he's an umbrella that he would used to work for Umbrella, and like for the majority of the game, Leon does not trust a single thing about him. Like I mean, he is, I mean why would he? It's a yeah, yeah. umbrella guy. Yeah, right. and, and even though like Leon is a jokester. Every time Luis makes a joke, Leon just sandbags. He doesn't, okay. He doesn't, no. Okay, I, I was telling this to Red earlier, but the the whole six hour cabin fight. Whenever I, Luis would say, "Pay attention" or "Stay focused," I I was like actively telling him to shut the fuck up, like verbally, emphatically, and emotionally. After hour two, <laughs> I'm 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 sorry, Luis. You're cool. Uh, I, 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 we, none of us mean the things we say when we're having a game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that could be taken out of context very, very much. I know. I know. Uh, um, but, That's what this podcast is for. Uh, but yeah, in general, um, I do like how I, I love some of the little subtle things that like he's, he kind of thinks of him, but even the whole irritating he thinks he's more than he during the cabin fight thing 
it kind of feeds into the whole Don Quixote subtext he has now, where he kind of of parallels Leon in a sense that he's trying to build himself up. Mm -hmm. And he's kind and like, he's one of those guys who read Don Quixote and didn't realize it was making fun. Mm -hmm. Yep. He didn't get it. And I mean, Don Quixote has been, you know, endlessly, you know, theorized about and thematically dissected to the point where, I don't know, maybe Don Quixote did have some points. And yeah. I'm not going to get into literary criticism of what many consider the world's oldest novel, but even me, a total Philistine, can appreciate, you know, Leon lighting up a cigarette, in, a last cigarette and saying, you know, mm-hmm. you were a fine night, Don Quixote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, that that got me. Incidentally, like, placement of the Krauser fight here is way better. It's so yeah, good. no, it's like, so smart. It it like it's like just the whole the fact that Luis gets to be with you for a chapter is great. Like so good, and you're he and he, and he and Leon, Leon's finally start that he's genuine that he wants to rectify his mistakes, and this is what ends up getting him this and like this is what ends up getting Luis killed is trying to rectify his mistakes and it, again like like you said it com- the fight comes in at the point and Ada doesn't show up to fucking like deus ex machina Leon out of it it's Le- Luis like, yeah and this is a dying breath to save your life and Krauser already stabbed him so he's like, I, I love his last words where he's like what do you think, Leon? People can change, right? I love and then he... that's really where he sells it for me. Like the fact that he's just like, yeah, I led a, I led, I led a pretty shitty life. Like, just the a built nemesis. I'm not a good <laughs> person. <laughs> uh, also, we didn't really talk much about the Chrysler fight and gameplay for the second time. Good, second time is good. That mm-hmm. that. That second, like, real Krauser fight might be my favorite part of the whole game. It's, it's, the Krauser it's fight. It's a Milk Your Rising fight. <laughs> but now it's just like, it's like, it pushes you to your limit, man. It does. And that's, it's so good. On professional, uh, on professional, it was, you know, definitely a time. Definitely a time. <laughs> God. Uh, but back, to, but back to Luis. Um, uh, Adam, you, your thoughts? Uh, it's just great. Like I don't. <laughs> like out of anyone, the the Arifuel remake is not necessary. This is correct. Except in the case of Louise, if only because he's such a fucking moon leap, like of like improvement, and yeah, I, from the original, like. And I love how with him and Ashley, they can sit in on your shooting gallery stuff, and yeah, I think to myself, you know, Ashley is probably getting really, really weirded out by the fact that I'm spending so long in this stupid fucking shooting gallery when I can't shoot all the fucking skull targets. But that, I will admit, that's not a flaw. That's a skill issue on my part. But then she was kind of just cheering you on the whole time. And that was cute to me. Yeah, and you look back and and 
they are in love with you. Like, oh, yeah, when you no, look at that, yeah. Leon in this game has the most Riz out of any <laughs> while having simultaneously the worst. <laughs> like, <laughs> he has so little Riz back around to having infinite. Also, like, uh, gotcha mechanics. They're there, I guess. They're there. With the with the charms, yeah. yeah. The yeah. only cute one is like the the like the main cute one to me is like the striker one. Mm-hmm. The whole dip man thing. Like it, it it upgrades your movement speed because there was a glitch in the original that the striker did that. Oh, that's fun. And in fact, you still get a movement speed boost from the striker in this game, though I think it's a bit less effect. I think the striker is a bit less effective in this. People are saying that the riot gun seems to be the top shotgun. Mm-hmm. I'm currently trying out a playthrough with it. Uh, feels pretty good. Yeah, it probably... Riot gun is good. I I don't I I I had the riot gun, then I sold it for the striker, and I regretted it. I mean, I got some good use out of the striker, but that's just like my opinion, man. Helped with those. Fucking bugs. Not much on professional though. When I was doing my speed run, like the worst part was I gotta go through the bug, like the ballroom with the bugs, and then the double Garador hallway, which incidentally was one of my favorite parts from the original. And like I'm so glad they kept it as a minor set piece, but you god, that section mm-hmm. brutal. Like that that one two punch is brutal. Uh, okay, Luis, Luis, Luis. Um, yeah. What I do we th- think about uh, the villains? Like, uh, mainly, like, Salazar and Sadler. Mendez is mostly the same. I, yeah, yeah, he didn't change much at all. I, they gave him a hat and took they, away Salazar's. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, which I, I like that they gave him a hat because they gave Mr. X a hat. In the RT yeah, and Mendez yeah. is supposed to be like the evolution of Mr. X in a well, way of like the big gray skin trench coat man that hunts Leon and shit. Stupid mm-hmm. you know? uh, leaks that the robot eye laser guy told me was, oh, Mendez is now Mr. X. And honestly, I'm kind of glad that it wasn't that. Yeah, this game didn't need the the pursuer like mechanic. Like yeah, no. like the closest it gets is like Verdugo, I guess, and the regenerators, and I even that. That's just a straight up boss fight. Yeah, so like the, those don't even those don't even really count. It didn't need a mis. God damn it! I love how it taunts you. Holy shit! It's so good. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's um, see. Mendez, yeah, Mendez is cool. I think there's a bit more of him in the uh, in the uh, logs and the files. I do. Yeah. Rem- I do remember how in the original there was a basically shitting himself as he realized, oh god, why did I leave this idiot alive? He's going to destroy the entire village. And I like that they sort of replicate this in the game, but he doesn't lose his composure this yep. time. Yeah, he's just like, oh, that's annoying. All right. Oh. Uh, Salazar probably suffers the worst out of any antagonist from the lack of codec calls, but He's uh, still really fun. His uh, boss fight makes up for. Did you guys yeah. have any say about uh, more about Mendes though? Nah, I yeah. not really. I I, I, I like the change up of his boss fight of how he looks. I thought yeah. I thought that was good. Uh, with Salazar, 
I, I they call him Ramon a lot in this game, which I okay, I guess not really something I can ju have a judgment on. Yeah. I, I love the way that his voice actor says it. Though. <laughs> bit where he's in the room and then the ceiling falls on you. Uh, uh, one thing I've noticed that they were doing is they really hammer home just what a piece of shit this guy is. Oh, yeah, I love it. Even okay. before the parasite, he was the worst and that's great. Yeah, like they're, they're hammering home, oh my god, what, what did we do with this child? And that and that kind of feeds into an inferiority complex that comes out in his boss fight where like he's projecting in his boss fight he's nope. rattling off all these things to leon that are clearly meant to insult him but don't really correlate to anything about leon and it's clear he's just talking about himself yeah, yeah. like he's when he's repeating says, like everything that like his family and people that worked for him have told him over the years yeah like when when he's talked about uh um like he's he'll cast him as this i forgot the word but this specific character in a play yeah. and then after the fight you you see you find a you find a, a no, you find a note from i think the first note from his housekeeper and it talked about how uh one someone called him that and then he like made them kneel down and he threw acid in the face for that yeah. yep. i i tried looking it up it is i i I couldn't find anything specific because Pulgarcito, I think it is, is just like a Spanish word. Mm -hmm. So it could be about a lot of things. It could mean something specific, but I I think it translates to little thumb. Mm. Which yeah, it's uh, something like that. Uh his boss fight is dramatically improved. Yeah. Oh my god, he's so cool now. The original, he's a guy on a wall boss fight. He's not a bad mm. guy on a wall boss fight, but he is that type of boss. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's 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 interesting stuff there, but and here, like they managed to make it way more dynamic, but and also way more just like creepy. But also, this is he probably has the best track in the game. I was going to say he probably has my favorite boss. They. And Let's they not forget use, they bring they, back the script line. The script they, do. they use that. So good. They use that track in the trailer, uh, like the final trailer, I believe. Yeah, because it's that good. Yeah. Also, something I always forget about Salazar because he looks like that. He's only twenty years old. Yeah. <laughs> I love how when Leon calls him an old man, the original is like, "Dude, I'm 20. Yeah, and Leon's like, "The fuck." I gotta get out of here. So, yeah, well, 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 we can all bemoan the lack of codex. Salazar does have, like, does have some nuance to him this time. And, yeah. uh, and I, 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 I makes up in my mind, but it's definitely something I'm glad is there. Yeah, I, I love the, that one log that was talking about someone who was keeping track of the, uh, of the, of the Salazar family, like, of all the like generations like because they're like ramon's gonna fucking hand us to a silver platter hand us to saddler on a silver platter so he talks about all these uh salazars and then gets to ramon and he says his illness should have taken him yeah. and that's it it's fucked it's really god. fucked god and i i think saddler here was a was a was a big improvement 
I do. I, uh, uh, I want to say one more thing about Salazar, and mm-hmm. that now that you've mentioned that, it's very good at like inspiring a because like Salazar in the original was kind of just pathetic. He was like Leon fucked with him the most out of anyone, and Salazar lost his shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And here they've kind of like played that into his backstory where he's just had a huge inferiority for basically all his life. And rather than playing that out over the course of several calls, they basically have his boss fight be one giant catharsis. And now that I think about it, that is actually a nice way of reinterpreting it. Even if I do kind of wish, even if I do kind of miss the right hand one. Yeah. The, the the new jokes Leon pulls out in the line when Salazar gets in the in that fight when Salazar gets more pissed, I thought were great. I, I, I do think that they should have that right before Leon like fucking shoots him one last time to kill him for good, they should have worked in the no no thanks bro part. Yeah, it shouldn't have just been a trophy. I'm gonna yeah. be frank, it is kind of mean that Leon plays up the whole, oh, what would the servants think when he at this point probably knows that the servants hated Salazar so much, but Salazar fucking deserves it anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. It's great. And uh okay. Salazar's Salazar's got some stuff going on. Uh Sadler. Uh I, Palpatine. We <laughs> kind of discussed this a bit with uh him more buying into his own bullshit now. Mm-hmm. In the original he's kind of a smooth talker, like, oh yeah, oh we're just gonna keep Ashley around and then ransom our operation needs some money, you know. <laughs> I, I I like to hear that, like, because what made him scary is that he was so far gone because this thing had control of him. Like, yeah, like he genuinely believes like he's talking like to God and not a puddle of goo with some like lights. the shit they they shit they like like further develop on with like. God and the Plagas being the will of God, and like that, the Los Illuminados final entry you find in that room that had collapsed, like when you get the Plagas out, and it talks, it's this whole prayer, like about the end of days and shit. And like that shit's, oh, it gets under my skin, but that the, the, like to me, one thing that struck me about like the moment you realize how different is when he pulls down his hood and you see the plaga on him and like in the original, he was just kind of a guy. And like, you got the sense that the plaga thing was with his whole, like, you know, Oh, I'm running a cult as like, you know, an operation for personal ends thing. You kind of get like, you kind of like in the, in this, you don't really expect you expect that because you know, it's in the original, but then you see that, like, and he kind of looks like a regular guy. You feel like when he goes, like, full Plaga, he's, you know, try, like doing it as a means to an end, to kill this one guy who's fucking everything up. But mm-hmm. then you get to the remake, and he's literally got, like, Plaga plugged into the back of his head. The Plaga are, like, in his head. Like, mm-hmm. like there is they, no man left anymore. Yeah. Like, it's a vision... Like, it's... As we college educated folk call it a visual metaphor (laughs) Metaphor. (laughs) yes like i i i like that he 
like I like the whole backstory about his family, about his family's lineage too. Like that you find on the tombstones and the epitaphs. I thought okay. I thought that was cool. Those are um, kind of hidden of the files I found. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had to go. You had to really go out of your way to find the epitaphs. It it was it was cool. It's it's cool to see how this dude got infected and then just brought it to this village, and they all worked for him. And he's so like, because he, he says his whole end goal is to, like give up his body in a in a ritual, like like basically give his body to the essentially in order to be fully transformed and eventually like bring the world down with Plagueis. Eventually, yeah, like I'll be the vessel for God to yeah. walk this plane, you know. I, yeah. I saw- and it's like, no, bro, you're just gonna become a big goo monster made of eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. I saw- him to a sort of Virgin Mary figure, like mm-hmm. as the guy who is carrying their god into this world, and that's the sort. And I think that was probably probably what they were going for here. His boss fight is improved dramatically, if only just because of face now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that he's story. just always talking throughout the fight, just shit talking. Mm-hmm. We didn't oh really... my god, so cool. It's we gonna be really... awesome. We didn't really mention Mendez's fight much, but it didn't change that much, save for those stupid fucking boards he keeps throwing that I can't dodge unless I'm on the stage. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Sad- Sadler, I do like that he summons the bugs. That's yep. neat. I like how mm-hmm. now he's the bug man. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I got the bugs, Leon. He's just, he's, he's just like Sparta, for real. Yeah. I woke up to Plagueis. <laughs> uh, but I, I like that he, they gave him like a, a final to like fight against for a bit at the end. Yeah, and like then, it's the college thing is just a big denouement. Like unload your fucking magnum into this guy. It, it reminded me of how like I haven't, I haven't read this, but I've seen how it looked. Uh, how 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 Aaron looked at the end of a, the Attack on Titan manga, where like inside his big fucking Titan, it's just his head on a spinal cord. Like, God. I mean, I I know I've heard controversial things about Attack on Titan's ending, but that image kind of that 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 gives me some shivers. Yeah, and I like that he looked like that in his in his little orb. I it gave. You know, for all the lines they removed from Leon for this game, they gave him the mother of all lines at the end. I'll give you a holy body. That <laughs> just stabs him with his biggest fucking staff. God. So good. Uh, so, any other ca- moments? Like, I, we talked about how, like, we, we love the, the part Krau- where, like, Krauser's the fucking Krau- best. Krauser. Krauser. Oh, right. Yeah. Krauser. You'd be virtual. Krauser. You'd be Jetstream Strand. Krauser, the original, is... Nothing. I mean, he's basically that guy from Metroid Other M who says, Hey, remember... He's fucking Anthony, yeah. He's, he's the reverse Anthony. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, Krauser, this is a guy who's important. He shows up, like, two hours before you're supposed to have an actual fight with him. Yeah. Well, maybe it's three or four hours. It depends on. You know. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
in the original RE4, he was working with Ada and Wesker, right? He yeah. was working for Wesker. He was a double yeah. agent. Yeah, but here he was he was just with that. <laughs> here it seems, no, nah, I'm just here for power, motherfucker. Yeah. They they simplify in the they strain enough. They, Good old in, day. In simplifying <laughs> him. <laughs> in simplifying him, they made him a much more thorough character. Yeah. Honestly, think about it. Him being a double agent really doesn't add much. It really doesn't. It doesn't. It, There's it, no reason. It was for the it. right call to just cut that from the remake. And it's like, nah, he's literally just fragile. He straight up says without power, you can't protect anything. Yeah. Like he he gets into like he even like, fights Ada in separate ways in the original. I don't know if they'll mm. keep that. Like the idea is that Leon didn't fully finish him off in their fight, but in this he, he seems pretty dead. This yeah, he does. I, his I, body is also still intact, so mm, he move could him. rise from the grave. Exactly. I I do love, um, you know, his little hut that you go in before, like, uh, before you fight him, <laughs> and you find it, his as, picture, Leon, with with a kiss mark on it, <laughs> <laughs> little heart drawing. <laughs> <laughs> There's see no the way. You see, the joke is that the big testosterone man, yeah, no, he is though. He is. It's great. He's in the closet. He doesn't get it. We all have to agree. Krauser, he is. He is. He's. He's repressed feelings about Leon. Yeah. With a lot of characters, there was some scaling down done to make them a bit more grounded. I think Krauser is the only one they scaled up on. Yeah, yeah no, he went the opposite. <laughs> it's like, nah, I didn't go far enough last. His I voice can't... really raspy now, and I love it. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Can I say, uh, Mike Kovac, who voices Krauser in this, he's fucking phenomenal. I love his voice. Again, Jesus. he sounds like a Metal Gear villain. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I, if I, I can't fuck you, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my mind when you got his knife. Me too. I'm like, so yes. <laughs> this is all I need. Like, I, I love the, the logs. Like, kind of inspired by Dark Side Chronicles, but like more realistic. Because in Dark Side Chronicles, it was like, oh, it's this whole like fucking insane operation dude harvesting organs from girls to save his daughter. And in, in the game, it's like, not was a black ops mission to that they sent like into South America to fight to like uh, kill drug dealers and stuff, and then the government just killed them and left them to die, like yeah. to cover everything up. Sort of an implication that I guess Leon might not have been there. It's not super clear. I think he, I think he was. Is him and Krauser were the only ones made it, and Krauser it did, never it, came home. It did say Krauser um, was the only one who survived. Okay, so I guess I guess Leon wasn't there for it. Okay, Maybe so he, Krauser told him about it. He didn't. Leon didn't pull a South American uh, thing. That would have been contentious. That definitely would have violated the convention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I think Operation Javier, I'm pretty sure that was just Dark Side Chronicle. It was. Yeah. It was Dark Side Chronicle. So I, f- I so, feel like Leon kind of had to have been there. 
Yeah, maybe maybe that did happen at the same time. I mean, this is probably isn't same continuity, honestly. True. Oh no, for sure. But yeah, but um, yeah, Krauser in this is God. Those fucking boss fights, man. I love that they carry on the the knife fighting. Like, like when you, the, the knife actually does a lot of damage to Krauser. Mm -hmm. It really does. It, it it's his greatest strength and his ultimate weakness. <laughs> Like, I love his fucking bow and arrow bazooka. <laughs> I, I, I got it. There are some people out there who build a blam bow from Dead Rising. <laughs> some people out there who are mad that the knife isn't as ubiquitous. Like, you can't stun lock enemies a bunch now. I'm saying knife parry, though. And exactly. nowhere is that more apparent than the Krauser fights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, you, can, you can just style on him. You can. Like, and like we will, we will have like scenes from the original like knife fight cutscene quick time event thing as like you know struggle events in this game if you as, actual, as, as real gameplay. <laughs> it's crazy. One one of my fun funny one of the funniest things that happened. I shot him with a magnum once. Uh he threw a smoke bomb, snuck up behind me. I rolled. I realized, oh shit, I'm rolling into one of his like motion mines. And then it explodes. But I'm still in invincibility frames and he's close by, so he takes all the damage. It's <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> ultimate trap. I totally planned that, guys. <laughs> totally. I, I love the visual of when you're going to first him. It's this fucking like red carpet of blood. And then it says "Look alive" at the top of the at the top of the like arch thing. Like that's so. so I cool. love. I, I love that Krauser wow. really plays up Leon's past with being a soldier and shit. Like by like doing that kind of shit to taunt him. Like that's so yeah. good. Another yeah. thing, they they emphasize they're less like colleagues now and more. It's Leon. Leon was a student of this guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was. You were part of my unit. You were under me. Good God, all our guys are dead. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so that now there's more of an underdog master student dynamic going yeah. on. Like, mm -hmm. like it's very clear. Krauser, until his final moments, never calls Leon by his name. He only refers to him as rookie until mm -hmm. Leon beats him and stabs him. I want to believe at that part when, like, because Krauser's Krause very clearly influenced by the Plagas too, like yeah, but he's like, also just like yeah. gone, you know. Yeah, but then like when at the end is when he's like when that person Leon used to know finally came back, like yeah. at the end, like I thought I thought that was good. Yeah. All right. And then he'll rise from the grave in separate ways, like the Resident Evil <laughs> Seven. <laughs> that become Swamp Thing Jack. Please. Okay. Krauser versus Joe <laughs> Baker. Where is this DLC Capcom? God. I, I, I remember that. Like, playing through that DLC is in, in 7 is such a transcendent experience. Yep. It's so beautiful. And Fucking then, knife fighting. I'm gonna box them to death. I get a fucking... I get the power glove. <laughs> Just to get the second power glove? 
God. You. Oh. God, I, I, I wish he, he, he showed up in, in eight. It's just, he was just, he just there. Like, I, I don't care how you justify it. Put him there. Make him. Both sad that they didn't do a DLC with him. Make him punch the neck. I want to punch werewolves. Uh, but yeah, okay. we we're we're getting we're we're going like pretty long, so we got it. We got to like yeah, we got to start wrapping this up quick. Are there, there are the specific story moments that we really love? Because I I have quite a few. Um, I uh, Leon sick kickflip. Yes. <laughs> If Ethan was there, he would have just put his hands up and go, oh, my hand. <laughs> he would have he would have actually put in front of the chainsaw, even though he could just walk away. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot of the story moments in the character section, but for me, it's stuff that's mentioned, like Leon, like the the entire fight with Krauser, Leon's like fine with Lewis in his final moments. Uh I That's those are my favorites. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see, th- th- those are my favorites for the island and the castle. Uh, what would be my favorite village moment? My favorite village moment would be probably be the whole like first encounter in the cabin. Just that whole lead up, mm-hmm. so perfectly paced, and the tension with Lu- Luis and Leon going into that fight actually like really really heightens the whole thing compared to the original where they're on fine terms. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. So what about you, Brian? Oh, okay. Uh, all right. If I had to pick favorites, uh, I mean, Krauser fight, just, you, you know it, that Krauser went from like the, the part of the original I probably liked the least to maybe my favorite part of the remake. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, you get down to it. He might be like second only to Lewis in uh-huh. big improvements. Yeah. Honestly, like, like Krauser didn't, I don't feel like needed it, but as much as Lewis, but like, he did so send- happy. <laughs> He's so cool. But, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Is he in the Mercenaries 3DS game, but not Leon, guys? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, what other moments? Uh, I, I, I'm happy they kept in the Asu Lego when you shoot Mendez with the barrel and okay. explodes. That was that that got me. Uh, and God, what else? Uh, uh, I, I clapped when Wesker showed up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he looks great. He looked like he his does. model is very good. Yeah, again, okay. the the fact that they have like a fully modeled and like you know recast Wesker just like ready to go and all set tells me Resident Evil Five or Code Veronica remake is in the works mm-hmm. or at least being talked about. Yeah, uh, like he's talk- definitely going to be for mercenaries, but like the fact they're committing this hard already tells me no, nah, they're working on it. Personally, mm-hmm. they'll make RE9 first, but we'll, uh-huh. we'll, yeah, we'll get, we'll get to that in a, in a bit. Yeah. But um, I I think my favorite, like, moment, my favorite, one of my favorite moments is, like, you know, Leon uh, telling Ashley, like, at one point, he's like, 
if you get in trouble at all, you run. And she's like, what about you? He's like, I'll do my job. And yeah. <clears throat> and like, I love the part where he like finally gets her, gives her medicine, and then he just sits by her bed and he like does the John Wick gun thing where he like pulls it back a little bit to make sure chamber with his pinky, and then he, he's like, okay, cool. And so he just sits by the by the gurney, like waiting for her to wake up, and while just That's like sitting there. Moment. Cool. Yeah. Um, and really I love, good. yeah. I kind of I, I kind of want to change mine, but I, it doesn't matter. It's all good. <laughs> if you want to add anything, you can. I mean, I don't have much to add to that. that. That's just a really like that scene, I think, really ties together their whole relationship version to me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, yeah, it, it's just. I, I like it when this game if there's one thing this game knows how to be is better at, it's being quiet in the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I love how they did the, uh, like, you know, like, like we all talked about, you know, the part Leon's carrying Ashley to the, the surgery room and uh-huh. he's being taunted by hallucinations and he just powers through by telling him to shut up. Like, yeah, do it, Leon, do it. Yeah. And, and then he gets in there and he removed, like, <laughs> I just have the image of Joel carrying Ellie like next to him, <laughs> both going like the same direction. Like when, like when Joel when Joel appears, it's like proximity voice chat, and you just like, hear all gone, like, <laughs> like, like, like all gone. <laughs> but then it fades out when it goes away, <laughs> and it's like like inverse like, last of us ending. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm hearing is all Joel had to. Put Ellie in the machine and everything. Fine. Yeah, everything be fine. But uh, but, yeah, like, the world. I love that he checks to like do a diagnosis first, make sure this thing works properly, right. and the the visual on the screen of the plug is in the in the chat. Fucking ugh. But I like I that lo- they focus on it in this version because in the original it kind of went by pretty quick. Yeah, they they show that like uh, it's radiation that disintegrates the plogus like you're basically in, going through super chemo yeah it it, it hurts it hurts and i no you know what one thing i noticed was and i love this i fucking love this cuz mm, it's so good mm-hmm. okay so in ashley's section like they you really like it's the blue light right yeah like with the whole night section before that and ashley's section they really hammer home to the player this blue light just stops plogus they don't yep. like it. They will like stop deaden their tracks if they are exposed to it in any great capacity. And then you notice some things. Mm-hmm. One, the merchant has a lantern like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why he's never attacked. And two, two, that's the same color as the radiation in the, in the mm-hmm. plot machine. Yup. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. That's such a good detail. I like, love details. On like a more subtle level, but you know, I noticed it more in this game, and it's so good. Like, there's so many little details about like the village section that I that that I noticed on my first playthrough. That I, you know, there's like the rest. The first version is a game with a lot of like mm-hmm. it's like Resident Evil Four is one of those games where people will talk about granular details like legendary things and the joke about how you know it's 
doesn't include this granular thing got old, but it really speaks to just how much attention was paid to it. Mm. It like I I really love in that like with the with the radiation and shit like he he immediately is like holding her hand during it like that's uh-huh. it's very sweet and then as soon as it's cleared out of her he just smiles and then he falls over. Yeah, like, I know. I I I knew they were going to do that. The said we got to get you in here first and like and and I love that that's sort of like Leon's whole savior complex thing like objectively it probably would be a good idea bodied one went first but mm-hmm. you know he he's going to do this cuz you know that's just the kind of guy he is he needs to save somebody to make up for in, for the for the guilt that he carries yeah it's like it's like god damn Alas, Louise, Ada hates me. Uh, Krauser, a lot of unresolved feelings there. Just want to help <laughs> one person. And it, it was a very emotional. And like Ashley lugged his ass up and did it to him. Like, ha- like did the operation. He didn't feel a thing. Yeah, <laughs> he was out cold. And then and you I, kill a spider and do sick flips on a jet ski, which you can yeah. do. Yes, you can. I, I I also I one detail. I love that the spider plugus look look like facehuggers even more so they now. Do. Like yeah. they have the webbing in between like the queen face like the queen Yo. facehugger has. Like it's so Yo, good. It's just, those things uh, scare me. Even though they die in one shot, they scare they're, me. They're still horrifying. Like I the I, the fucking like tendrils they plug into like Ganados. Okay. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the fucking the little those the the dividers from Dead Space, where like if they kill yes. you, they just cut yes. your head off and stick their new one. Oh my god! Slide in the trailer, but the way that the first Spider Plaga's guy runs to you freaked the shit out of me. The first same, time. <laughs> honest, and you know the transformation for the big worm guys, like that also freaked the shit out of me. Those were some good trailers. Hmm. Ugh. Any final thoughts on story moments? Nah, I good think think we are on the other. Let's go. It's a good story. Last section. Where next? Yep. So, like I said, I think they're probably going to do RE nine next. And oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. They do have a pattern of new game remake, new game remake. Yeah, RE three was just a DLC to two base. Is essentially a DLC, and yeah, like it, but I kind I of like three. I, I really like three, but it is a glorified DLC. It should not have been sixty dollars. In fact, it they should have been. It should it have that been much forty at most. Um, yeah, but as far as future things go, honestly, I do think a Code Veronica remake is probably more likely. But I do think an RE five remake is in the works. I was like joking back and forth with some guys about an RE six remake, but I feel like. No. No, they're not making an RE6. Like, honestly, I would kind of appreciate that experiment because a lot of people say what really needs to be remade are, like, the failed experiments. And Mm -hmm. I kind of want to see how, with, you know, hindsight, how they would do characters like, say, Jake or Helena and, like, those stories and, you know, try to work those disparate tones into a cohesive product. But at the same time, RE6 is such a black mark on the franchise's 
three that even if it sold well, you kind of got to wonder if they want to do it. I honestly think they would remake seven before they would remake six. Mm. Hell, I think they would remake one again before they. <laughs> I think, I, no, I think that is actually very possible that they no, would do another remake of one. I do think they have a third person remake of one like planned, and honestly, I do think it could work. Like, but I'm still gonna go back to one remake every once in a while. Yeah, but. Like, I don't know, the feeling of exploring that mansion in, like, third person, like, it just feels like something they would want to do. That feels like a headspace I can see them, like, occupying, like Capcom yeah. right now. Yeah. I I think that if they remake RE6, they would do an approach that I think EA would do to remaking Dead Space 3. Where no, they just, just start fuck it, start like take a couple elements, maybe like that were in like the things I would keep from RE6 are. I kind of like the idea of all the characters coalescing so far that they haven't yet. Like one, I, I think that's cool. So I, about Leona and Chris should actually meet on screen. Yeah. yeah. One thing I do like about RE6 that I noticed is that each character does have a unique gun or a weapon type, which mm-hmm. which is neat. I like that. And I don't I, I get the feeling that if you're gonna remake RE5 do at some point, that they're probably not averse to co-op, but I do think like RE5 is a weird hybrid, but RE like I, I have trouble because I go back and forth both of these because they they're sort of the same game but also a different game that's another thing tim rogers said a lot of games are kind of the same game but most games like but uh, i i do want to clarify this does not apply to re4 and re completely different games yeah <laughs> uh but Nowhere have I felt this is more true than like RE5 and RE6 because in a lot of respects they are the same game, but also mm-hmm. not. Like honestly, it feels weird because in many ways six feels like the game that came before to me. Like it feels way more like a first attempt at shooter. Yeah. And I know that's weird because it has stuff like moving around while aiming and shit, but it just, like, it feels like they unlearned so much. Yeah. But but what do you, what do you think, Brian? Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) You're on the same track. It's okay. Uh, Yeah, I think uh, RE9 is definitely next. After that, I think will be Code Veronica, because I think that one needs it the most. That's the like the that, main quote unquote Resident Evil is, that's needed it the most. Isn't that just a straight corridor? Yes, it's awful. One Plus, thing I've also heard, Steve Burnside. One thing Show I've him. heard like <laughs> the whole cross dressing stuff is too much of a hot topic or a hot topic to touch. But honestly, Capcom, like I, I could just see them pulling the trigger on it, yeah. like. Like also, like you can also just just rework the Ashfords so they're not like that. You know, Resident no. Evil 
zero doesn't come up in any of these discussions, and I feel like there's a reason for that. Yeah, zero's okay. It's just uh, I Who miss won? Rebecca though. I uh, I I get. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and and then. Hey, Chris, did, did you know I went on an adventure with a convicted felon before this? Rebecca, why are you bringing this up now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think five, 5 is definitely in the works. If only just so they can make a version of 5 that's marginally less racist. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, maybe maybe yeah. don't have the plot. I don't have your all the trailers be shoot the scary black people. You know, another Nazi said way back about RE5 is that you know at first it seems like it's doing it its best to actually portray Africa in a semi-realistic light, and then you and just then they start wearing skulls, and then you just get to the fucking tribe village, and it's like okay, I he, feel like what when they remake it that will be removed. He capped it off by saying what I think is actually the case. Capcom's not racist, they're just stupid. Yes. <laughs> yes. <is> true. <laughs> Maybe next time they won't release it on Black History Month. Oh god, they did that? I, I believe so. <laughs> That's what I remember. Um, Liz, I, again, I'm, I will steal like, steal a bit from Castle Super Beast. I never stopped thinking about, like, you know, you know, Pat and Wooly, whenever they talk about RE5, like, the day that Pat showed Wooly the fucking trailers for RE5, and Wooly just goes, oh no, not scary black people. God. I know RE4, like, wasn't made into, you know, The Last of Us, in some ways, by this whole redo, but right. I think Characters, especially like Sheva, could benefit from a rewrite with hindsight. Because yeah. hindsight, hindsight is, you know, your greatest friend in cases. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Sheva wasn't really bad in five. She just needed more to her. Was it? It, it? There just wasn't much to her to latch on to. Like, RE5 was Chris's game. Like, it was Chris and Wesker's game. It was no it was, one. Get these was, ladies out of here. This is about the men. Chris Wesker in the Boulder, and the also Boulder. <laughs> also Chris's blonde not girlfriend. Nah, fucker. Yeah, she's just a very good friend. She's just a sidelined skill for so long. I need. She's, I need she's in the way of Wesker. Get out. Maybe they'll. <laughs> you know, even like Project Cross Zone, they're like, you know, we've never. Hey, it's us. It's it's Chris, Jill, and Leon. You know, maybe Claire will show up, guys. Maybe. That's what I'm saying for RE6. Like, cut out the 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 new characters that don't provide anything. Like, just if you're going to have it be the big crossover characters, have it be Chris, Jill, Leon, Claire, Ada, uh, Sherry, if you can fit her in. Like. Maybe Sheva, if if you write her better. Bio powers. Her bio powers. I don't think they're gonna revamp it that much, honestly. I'm fine with Pierce. He's fine. He's he's neat. I like his big gun. Like his big gun arm. He can he can stay. Like, but my thing is just like 
Helena's kind of a mess. Yeah. Yeah, she's got to go. Yeah, just might just either have replaced her with Claire or Ashley or both. I don't know if again, I don't know if they'll like take her out, but she's deaf. Like if there were a character in RE who could benefit from it's like top of the page red marker. If you're going to keep Helena, just have her fucking tell Leon what's going on. Yes. Cuz that shit is so aggravating. <sighs> And then when you remake Code Veronica, just delete Steve. Just delete his character file. Delete Claire will be Claire will be talking to a, to a void of emptiness. I forget. I I know I haven't played it, but I forget Steve is in Code Veronica at all. He is the worst ever. I don't know. Just maybe uh, if you Car maybe Carlos is there. Carlos hasn't got. Yeah, school. honestly, yeah. Make it Carlos instead. There we go. We fixed yeah. it. Hey, that way Claire could be reunited with Chris because they had the same voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, guys. We did it. We Wait, did it. We solved it. Huh. Yeah, I, I I, think that, you know, RE9, because they'll want to finish that trilogy. Um, like, I don't... I don't really know where they're going to go stylistically with it. You never do. Just gonna have fucking Devil May Cry powers. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Is like they they are risking, magic. They are risking going back into like territory with with Rose if if she has the main playable character still. I'm um, still Ashley is the main character because they're hinting at that somewhat in this I one. Could, I could definitely see it. If I not could. The yeah. main character should definitely be a main character. Um, this is something like I, I saw a piece of fan art for it, and I had kind of been thinking about it in the back of my mind for a couple. What if Ashley returned and she kind of got an upgrade? That'd be neat. And and I was kind of delighted to hear that they're kind of leaning into that maybe happening. And people seem to like Ashley a lot in this new remake, so maybe mm -hmm. they'll respond to that. Yeah, she becomes a mouse. <laughs> uh, so do you think the... So, did we get your take, Alec? Do you think they'll go for Code Veronica remake next? But I, I, think it's, I think it's very possible. I think they could do an RE2, RE3 situation of, you know, release RE5 remake and then RE Code Veronica remake the year after. Like they it's, make them simultaneously. I mean, it's it's kind of weird to even be talking about an RE five remake because RE four. The reason, part of the reason I thought it would never get, it didn't need a remake, is because it sort of emerged at around the time that games were starting to look enough like real life that, like, the idea of a remake is is kind of tied up in aesthetics. Like, you think that a lot of people remake stuff because it doesn't look realistic enough and it needs the graphical update because people don't play old games or whatever. And you kind of think Resident Evil 4 was just at that point where games were realistic-looking enough to not need that blow-up. But, but I... The, I, 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 have, I now have to accept that the GameCube and PS2 are, in fact, retro. Yeah. So, to a point <laughs> where the PS3 and 360 are going to be retro soon. Yep. If they didn't aren't someone, already. Didn't someone say, like, we're closer to, oh, like... Honestly, stuff? now that I've, like... I'm going to look this up. 
I need to like uh what that Resident Evil 4 is older now than like the NES was when Resident Evil 4 came out. Maybe or like something like the the NES's launch is closer to the PS2's launch than we are now to the PS2's launch. Could be butchering that whole thing, but like I don't know. RE4 getting remade has kind of made me bite that bullet and accept something like that. You know, Resident Evil 7 is eventually getting remade. And- the PS3, Wii, and Xbox 360 are about 13 to 14 years old. They're retro. <sighs> We're old. We're old. Oh, boy, but... I'm glad that... Yeah, has ripped this band-aid off for me fully. Yeah. But God, what a game. Mm-hmm. Very good game. Very, very good game. Capcom Resident Evil 7 fucking saved them. <laughs> like, but actually what I what I was thinking is that like they could always do a uh do a fucking haymaker and curveball. They could say, fuck it, Devil May Cry one remake. <laughs> I mean, that honestly. Would, honestly, they might do that before they go into whatever they have, if anything, for Devil May Cry 6. They could. It's, it's possible. Uh, I, I would not disapprove of some more RE engine. That thing is a fucking, like, it's magic. Like, how did a sorcerer made this? How <laughs> It was made by wizards. How come... Like, Got some great empty framework carried them hard, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna be honest, it was a bit disheartening to learn that RE did not stand for Resident Evil, but Reach Reach something. Oh, hey, we're talking about Blue Beetle again. <laughs> hey, oh shit, Uh-oh. I was playing with my Leon figure and he snapped. No, not broken, but but the but the it came off the. Okay, uh, I'm gonna be honest. You gave me a heart attack. The only thing, the only thing that I value more is a real life replica of that jacket. That costs like a thousand dollars. It does. It's fifteen hundred bucks. And while we're speaking of objective improvements, mm-hmm. I don't one of those motherfuckers who thinks that, like, I I don't care if you think I'm being hypocritical. When subjectivity are much more complicated in discussion of art and video games and whatnot than just, oh, uh, what I'm saying is objective and it's not. I don't give a shit if you think that's me coping or whatnot. And if you think I'm being hypocritical by saying this, but Leon having his jacket as an optional costume that you can wear for the entire game, boom! Objective improvement. Yes, it is. Absolutely. I was scared you were going to say it. And I was like, I was, ready to, I was ready to fight for a second, but no. You were scared of what? No? I was scared that you were going to say that it shouldn't have been or something. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know why I was, but I was, that was in the back of my mind and I was about to fight, but no, we're good. That was like, that, uh, I can't, I still can't believe they never did that for the original, not even in any of the remakes. Or hey, right. the, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. The Giveth Leon jacket for entire campaign. The Lord taketh away Ari too. <laughs> God damn it! We, Monkey we, paw. Monkey paw. 
No, Honestly, no the, the Lord giveth optional jacket, but the Lord taketh away the tactical neck. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I wonder if the zombie who's wearing it in separate ways will still show up. <laughs> I hope. Adding the police outfit for DLC, people will mod it back in. I'm hoping someone will mod the Red Nine's fucking reload animation back in. I imagine they will at some Thank point. You. If you do, uh, please send me your number. Uh, I owe you everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are we are at like a we are close to five hours, so we got to wrap. All right then. Final. Um, yeah. So any any final thoughts, y'all? Okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say like the stock phrase: Resident Evil Four is not a game that needed to be remade. It is. A sublime game. It's it it understands great third person shooting and counter design. It's frightening, but also manages to balance that with high octane action. It's funny. It's got it's in it's got a, an attention to detail that's exquisite. It's made by one of the most legendary game companies and game di- directors of all time. And the fact that I can even say that the remake is a worthy like not even that it's better or like slight or almost measures up to it the fact that it just stands alongside it in any capacity the fact that there will be parts of me even when playing the original which is still very much worth playing for that you know stop and shoot dynamic and all the other things that i mentioned aren't present in the remake the fact that i will be playing that and thinking that something is missing from the experience that is like the sign to me that they got it. Mm-hmm. You pretty much hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. It like they they did the impot like like this in Dead Space did impossible tasks of how do you reinvent the wheel of like a classic game that like classic in terms of it didn't in the grand scheme of things, it only came out like not that long ago, like less than 20 years ago for both. And both times it's like, like dead space didn't really reinvent the wheel, but fucking amazing remake this. It's like, it just adds a lot of cool shit. And like, in my opinion, elevates the game in like all the ways I feel it could be. And while there are things to nitpick about, like, you know, certain things being left out, um, it, it's, still, it's still fantastic. But yeah, that's and, about it. And Red? I gotta go play bingo. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I guess that's about as good a way to send it off as any. <laughs> Well, thank, thank, uh, thank everyone, thank you everyone for for our RE4 remake episode. Uh, thank, thank you to Ren. For, do you have anything? Do you have anything? Do you have anything to plug? Uh, aside from Resident Evil 4 remake and the original, and honestly, almost any Resident Evil product below uh, four and below. Uh, no. Also. Since Blue Beetle got me thinking about it, watch Common Rider. If you start with Common Rider, double O's and fours, 
one right after the other. Those are pretty great. Uh, that's my plug. All right. Well, if y'all want to follow our Twitter, it's at Boulder, it's at Boulder Punch Pod um, on, on Twitter. It will get updates about all our episodes and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, thank y'all for joining us episode of re4 we'll be back next week with trey again to finish out devil may cry with devil may cry 5 bye bye bye